No portion of this program. Great line, Joe. Must listen to radio. All right. With all the respect. The biggest name. What a clown. What a sense You're of humor. listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Must listen to radio coming up sometime. Friday, you bastard. Oh. Uh. Bless you. Loot. What you want? Loot. People, I got it. Loot. Some tax money. Loot. So you can spend it, loot. Check your mail for a little rebate when you get home. Spend all of it. Hey, people. Spend all buy of it. an iPhone. Spend all of it. Buy two. Spend all of it. Tell you what. This recession. Loot. Don't worry about it, honey. Loot. I'm giving you. Loot. Some spending money. Loot. All I want you to do for me is to spend every last dime of it. Yeah, people, a big shopping spree. Stackable washer and dryer. R-E-B-A-T-E. Pump up this economy. R-E-B-A-T-E. Go buy a plasma TV. Oh, a little rebate. Yeah, people, your tax rebate. Spend all of it. Don't get tired of it. Keep on buying. Spend all of it. Just don't put it in the bank. All of it. Keep on buying. Spend all of it. Well, it's 10.02. It's Friday, and George is out of Gulfstream right now, right as we speak. Yo, yo, At the Finish Line Casino, sounding very tinny again. I don't want to depress you right away, but the quarter slots guy is sitting right in front of me, and uh, I tried to get Lee to not give him anything, and, and he did anyway. And he's still here. So I thought giving him something would get rid of him, but he's Why still is here. he there? Didn't we have the stalker discussion last week? You know what stalkers do? No, I don't mean that. I'm not, no. I, I understand that. <laughs> but why is he allowed to be there? What, what, why, what kind what of... Allowed, I don't think we have a hose. Do we have a yeah. hose that we can squirt him with? A, sal- a bottle of seltzer water? Well, how do you know he's the quarter slot guy? He told you what, that? What do you think the first thing he said was when he walked I'm quarter slot guy. Quarter hey. slot guy. Actually, he said the 25 cent slot guy. It takes longer to say that. I don't know why he uses that. Oh, well, tell him I yeah. had a good night at Woodbine last night. I made a miraculous comeback and went almost a grand. Tell him that, just no. to uh, piss him off, and then no. tell him, get lost. Get lost, quarter slot guy. Call the police. So now, where are you located? You're in the, um, in the finish, finish line, line casino, casino, right? Got a little which is where? view of the track. It's, uh, it's you got a view of the track? Yeah. Not a, like a huge view. If I walked over towards the, uh, you know, like the glass wall over there around the corner, then I'd have a perfect view of it. You can see what's going on out there. Yeah, good. And um, it's, it's kind of right in the middle of the place. There's a, there's a bar in the middle, and we're right off of that. It's very Are easy. Are you close to, to any slots? Yeah, the same ones that we were close to before, but I'm not going to go over there. I'm going to go to the second floor if I go anywhere. Yeah, don't, well, what do you mean you're going to go to the second floor? While well, that's during the show. No, no. Oh. Well, my, why not? On my own time. Well, because we don't have I that wireless mic. I should give you a cordless mic, and you go up there and play, and, and then we can, when you get a spin, we can hear, Right. Real. Oh, Potter. Like one that, of these days, uh, as a matter of fact, one of the machers came by right before the one show. One of the big machers? Yeah, really, he was wearing an expensive suit. It was amazing. He must have been a really important guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, this is great, what we're doing, and he's going to be doing this regularly if, uh, as long as we're able. Great. Excellent. Keep pumping us that money, man. That's what we're here for. We want your money. Everybody's got some money. That's what we want. We want the money. That's what BBGI is all about. And that's what this business is all about. We're a horror business. Just give us a bunch of money and we'll do whatever you want. Right. Oh, speaking of uh, Gulfstream and speaking of race callers, I already told you this. Right, the dead guy. Ross Morton is dead. Ross Martin? 
Ross Morton. Yeah, yeah. Mushmouth, yeah. Old Mumble's mouth. And, of course, this uh, obit, every time somebody dies who's fairly well-known, they have to have a glowing obituary as opposed to saying one of the most obnoxious and egotistical and arrogant idiots that ever sat in a race caller's booth. Nevertheless, Ross Morton, the only track announcer in Finger Lakes' 46-year history, I was there opening day, by the way, in Farmington, right outside of Canandaigua, New York. It's really got to be a hell of a place when it's a suburb of Canandaigua that's like got 10,000 people. You know what I mean by that? No. It's in the sticks, in other words. I see. Ross Morton died Wednesday near his winter home in Hollywood, Florida. He was 74. Now, I just saw him a couple weeks ago uh, on the racing network calling the races at Finger Lake. Couldn't understand a damn thing he said. Is that, like, do you pop that up in the morning? Have I heard this guy? No, you okay. never heard of him. Okay. But you won't now. We're going to be Morton began highlights. his announcing career at Finger Lakes in 1962 when the track opened and called more than 60,000 thoroughbred races at the Farmington, New York track, nicknamed The Voice. Just like uh, that idiot at the Meadows, uh, Ro- uh, Roger, uh, whatever his name is. What is his name? Houston, Roger Houston. I thought that the was Morris. Rick Weaver. That means uh, ego. Morton also spent 23 seasons calling races at Gulfstream Park. 23, wow. And five seasons announced at the now-closed Hialeah Park. Ross was synonymous with Finger Lakes, and we are deeply saddened by a sudden passing, Finger Lakes President and General Manager Chris Regal said. Five day race days at Finger Lakes will not be the same without his distinctive mushmouth voice welcoming visitors and viewers alike on a daily basis as he did for the past 46 years. Does it really I say that? What? Does it really say mushmouth voice? No, I no, said okay, well, Of right. course it doesn't say that. All right. Our thoughts are with his family at this difficult time. I said it because people right. won't tell you the truth. I know. He was horrible. Well, well terrible. Well, and he had a gigantic ego. I told you before the show, and this is a true story. Back uh, in the day when WYMD was you know, more sports intensive, before we worked there, they used to carry the feature race of the day from Gulfstream or Hialeah or whatever. And when he was calling the races, he one day he just decided he was going to charge them for playing his call of the race on the air. How much? And I don't know how much, but they said, well, here's how much we're going to give you. <laughs> oh! My offer is this, Senator. Nothing. Nothing. Right. Morton began his career in radio in Syracuse, New York, prior to landing his job at Finger Lakes. His most memorable calls included some racing's all-time greats, including Seattle Slough, John Henry, Spectacular Bid, Forgo, and Holy Bull, Schmidt. Morton was announcing at Finger Lakes when 2003 champion three-year-old male and dual classic winner Funnyside won the 2007 Wadsworth Memorial Handicap in his first start. Morton also spent 25 years producing and hosting the Winner Circle, a daily recap of Finger Lakes racing seen on local TV. He's dead. Ross Morton, 74. If you would have heard him, maybe there may have been one day because uh, their races start like at one fifteen, I guess. I may have potted him up once. Okay. Oh, just uh, mushmouth. I couldn't understand a word he said. What? Terrible. It didn't make any difference if he made a mistake because you couldn't understand him anyway. Oh, like jazz music. Yeah, that's right. If you make a mistake on a yeah. few notes, who's going to who's gonna note the difference? <laughs> so George is out there Gulfstream and invites all the same people if there are any come <laughs> on by. Yeah, both of them. As opposed to the quarter schlock guy and the uh, guy with the eyes and all the other misfits, all those chronic oh, misfits. Oh, boy. And especially the two that came by last oh, night, which God. I forget who they were. Oh, Good. that's right. It was uh, uh-huh. Darone and... Our uh, favorites. Okay. Yeah. Those two misfits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you attract a man. You're like a maggot I, magnet. I know. I I'm more like a faggot magnet, but you're like <laughs> a maggot magnet. I'll, uh, Here's what we I'll got on it. our poll today. Oh, the, I don't like this poll. But you know something? We're leaving it up there. And I'll put a new one on over the weekend. I don't know what yet. I'll come up with something, a little something, something. 907 votes. Chris knows he's going to get 1,000 today, and he's all whipped up about it. Oh, you know it. <laughs> what? You know it. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. <laughs> you know, I just... 
You have to have a good sense of humor. That's yes, you do. That's survivor. Yes, you do. have a great sense of humor. Yes, you do. Oh. And I've always recommended this to everyone. What's that? Misery Loves Company. You should all have kids. Yeah. Well, now I got one. So you can kind, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Well, you're getting a taste of it. What restaurant? No, I'm not. What <laughs> restaurant chain has the best desserts? 907 votes. I don't eat dessert. Wins hands down your pants. 340. Uh, yeah. Votes. Right. 345. As I don't eat desserts. I don't believe that. They're svelte. Have you like they've never had. Like they never. They've never eaten dessert. Well, no, it just means or regularly down around. Well, that's know. not the question. If they've ever eaten dessert somewhere, then that's no, the favorite. No, it doesn't say if you've ever eaten a dessert, where did you yeah, get a good one? That's not the poll, you idiot. Well, I don't eat dessert that. 345. Cheesecake Factory 309. That, that's just, I don't know. I guess that's a commentary on how many bad dessert places there are. You know what also should have been on here? We could put it on now. What? What's the name of that place? There's one on the uh, Davy Road Extension where they have that great strawberry pie. We talk about them all the time. It's a chain? Detroit. It's a chain out of Detroit. What kind of food do they have? Uh, it's like a Denny's kind of a place, only a little, a little slightly more upscale, like a, like that. Not Applebee's. Oh, no, that's not already Applebee's, no. It's something that's not on there. Huh. Well, There's know. one on Davy Road Extension right out there by the head station. It's got the Godfathers right like, near a 595. Maybe somebody will call in. Yeah. <laughs> Cheesecake Factory 309, Melting Pot 50. That was a late edition, and they're doing very well, and rightfully so. They got those great fondue desserts. You dip it and you dunk it. Let me do it. Mmm. Denny's 39, Steak and Shake 30. That's because they got those great shakes. Mm-hmm. Friday's 27, Grand Lux Cafe 29, which certainly ought to be way above Cheesecake Factory. It's owned by the same people with much, much better food, but that's okay. Because next time I'm down there, I think we'll go there again, and I don't uh, want it all crowded and stuff like that. Applebee's 21, Ruby Tuesday 17, Longhorn Steakhouse 16, Chili's 14, Roadhouse Grill 11, and Bennigan's Solamente Diaz. Only 10 for Bennigan's. I, I don't know. I'm, Bennigan's to me is more like a, um, not a dessert place, soup and uh, sandwich kind of place. They're all right. They got the good uh, breadsticks, which don't interest you. Well, is that dessert? No. I can't believe that. I can't think of the name of this. Um, oh, my God. That, that's bad. They have the Slim Jim sandwich and the, um, the place I'm trying to I don't think know. of. You don't know? No. Nope. I'm going to look up Slim Jim. You know what the Slim Jim is? Not Slim Jim is like those pepperoni sticks. Yeah, you get in the, really you know, greasy, bad for you, yummy. Oh, man. They tear, mm. they, I love those, but they sure. tear your kishki sticks right. bits. That's right. Wow, after I ate a few of those, and you can't eat only like a dozen. You know, they right. have those in the... Uh, that's, that's good road food, tubes, you know. Tube. And those red tubes. When you're road tripping, you grab a handful of those. Oh, big my boy. God. You'll, you'll be tripping over. What? Is it Big Boy? That's it. Elias Brothers Big Boy. Ooh, I play the prize bell, but you know. Yeah, well, how about... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't do that. Tweak will hit the, uh, you know, the open. Shoney's, that's it. Leave it to Brandon. Shoney's. Shoney's Big Boy. Show enough, it was Shoney's. That Brandon, man, he is the best. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. My screen popped up right there in front of me. Shoney's. And I don't know whether the one there, because in Detroit it was like Elias Brothers. Big Boy is a franchise, and there's like different um, different kinds of them. Elias Brothers Big Boy and Shoney's Big Boy. And they got the best damn strawberry pie. At least they always did. And they have good right. food, as a matter of fact. You never had a Slim Jim? I don't think so. Not that kind. What about a Fat Jim? No. Not. Neither. Well. So anyway, George is out there, and I'm sure the crowd is going to be coming in. Now, when, do, when does the uh, action start there? What time do the old Well, the, uh, the, the place opens at 10, so they're open now, and people are starting to uh, amble in. Wander in. That's good. Well, take the quarter schlock guy and He's uh, gone. your foot. He's gone? Although I, I bet you, I'll wager that, uh, that he'll be back. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, he's lurking, man. Uh huh. Skulking. You're working and he's lurking. Uh huh. And he's probably doing something else. Sometimes Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. It's Fatwa Friday, you bastards. What are we gonna do? I say, tacos. We are all being screwed. I say, listen. Why is this happening to us? We want the MCC to get off our butts. Tacos. <laughs> There's no place for us now. Even DJs are all down in the mouth. You can listen. But now you won't find any words that will corrupt your mind. No fun to be censored by the FCC. No fun to be censored by the FCC. There'll be nothing left for us to enjoy. We'll soon be playing with children's toys. No fun to be censored by the FCC. No, no fun to be censored by the FCC. They want us to be clean. They think they know what we should feel. They try to dictate to us what is real. Young and old, please listen to us. I say, young and old, please don't put up a fuss. Help us petition the FCC. But you must help us with one thing. Neil Rogers can't do it all by himself. Let's all help him. Don't put it up on the shelf. Let the FCC know just how you feel. And maybe we'll get this unjust law repealed. FCC, what are you doing to us? FCC, what are you doing to us? I'm dying out of here. Our ratings won't fly. In fact, they might die because of the FCC. You want to ban what we can do. FCC, you ban what we can say. You've even tried to ban the record that the DJ plays. I am talking to you, I said, people, let's stand and fight for what's true, send your letter into so far so we can tell the FCC what Neanderthals they are, Neil Rogers, and so far are on your side, people, we have nothing to hide, young and old, get your opinions out and maybe the FCC will stay out. It's uh, 10 something, 10.20. Boy, for just a second there, my cable went out. In fact, CNN went out. I wonder if it's just CNN or if everybody's out. I'm not out. No, the cable's out. Oh, no. MSNBC no. is there. No, sorry if I was CNN got, on the air. Maybe the tower's got knocked down. Wouldn't that be a wonderful thing? Now, did you sure. watch the debate last night? No, of course not. 
I thought he did just fine, and I thought she was her usual shrill, obnoxious uh, bitch. Saw some highlights this morning. The thing with her that cracks me up is the fact that she's her. The way she holds herself is so embarrassing. Like mm-hmm. she sits there like a puffed up bufo toad all the time. Every time he mm-hmm. would say something, she'd like puff up like uh, a peacock or something. You know. They showed the highlight of her getting booed because she uh, brought yeah, up that the thing. Yeah, thing about the xeroxing of somebody yeah, else's yeah, speech. Yeah, what yeah. a stupid line! And then when they were analyzing it afterward, they said, "Well, even she uh, kind of acted like she was sorry she said it." Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. Well, I got some interesting right, right, right. Uh, story on her, by the way, that, that uh, she may pull the plug on her campaign. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. She may pull the plug. Anyway, George is a golf stream, and isn't it appropriate that you're there today, two days after Ross Morton croaked? I think that's uh, very appropriate. Let's see what's going on at golf stream. Right, to commemorate, I guess that's why we're here. And that's right, we're commemorating the great Ross Morton. Right. Oh, wearing a black armband, but you can't talk because I'm wearing a black shirt. It's just horrible. It's a great time to be a thoroughbred racing fan as Gulfstream Park Racing and Casino presents one of the greatest performers in the sport today, War Pass. No one has yet caught the undefeated champion, War Pass, and Gulfstream will have him in the starting gate this Sunday, February 24th. Your chance to see the Kentucky Derby favorite in person as he launches his 2008 campaign at Gulfstream, the place where legends are born. And by the way, Sunday also is the $350,000 Fountain of Youth Stakes. This test of the nation's top three-year-olds will sort out the contenders from the pretenders and help determine who will go on to become champion in the classic races later this winter and spring. Plus, this Sunday, Gulfstream Park unveils the brand-new handicapping contest where you could win 250 grand by choosing the winners in the first eight races. It's the pick eight, eh? The contest is open to all GP Advantage Card members 18 years and older. And... If that isn't enough, on Sunday they're giving away free Gulfstream Park jotter pad and pen sets with the purchase of a Sunday handicapper while supplies last. It caps a weekend of great stakes racing following the Saturday grade one $350,000 Gulfstream Park turf stakes. Free admission, over 5,000 free parking spaces, and the new south parking lot of Gulfstream is open now. And, of course, don't forget, two world-class casinos, South Florida's best poker room, high-limit and penny slots, and a brand-new video poker lounge with the hottest games in the industry. And great dining options, too, including Christine Lee's Asian Cuisine and Sushi Bar, as well as the buffet to top all buffets, 10 palms. Hey, that was the deal. Pretty good. got penny slots. So you, that, that's about your league, I would say. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Penny I read that on here. That was a pretty good read. Do you ever think of doing this for a living? You can call yourself the penny slot guy. Well, what are you talking about? The, uh, well, what the, are you talking the read about? there. You did a pretty good job reading that. You could uh, you well, why not? might have a future in radio. By yeah. the way, the guy corrected me. He he was kidding when he said he was the twenty-five cent slot guy. Oh, see, well, first of all, that guy would never say that anyway. He was right. a quarter slot guy. Right. So he was all offended because we took him seriously. It's like, how the hell are we supposed to know? Oh, another comedian like my good friend David That's there right. on the uh, MySpace, mm-hmm. which I wrote a scathing. He wrote me back, and yeah. I wrote him another scathing, and he finally pretends to be getting. Just, just, I'm, I'm just going to delete him next time he even bothers me. He's just an idiot. A pseudo-intellectual idiot. Well, he's been listening for 15 years, and he thought that, yeah, he thought that he could tell me how to run my life, and that he knows me. Uh, it's a radio show, okay, schmuck, putz. Go back to Pinellas Park and, uh, you know, go to a steak and shake and shake it. Shake your steak. Oh, wait, speaking of that, wait till you hear this. This is a great story. An Israeli MP has blamed Parliament's tolerance of gays for earthquakes that have rocked the Holy Land recently. What else? MP blames quakes on gays. Speaking shaking, shaking and quaking. <laughs> Shlomo Benizri, no, Shlomo, no, really? of the ultra-Orthodox Jewish Shas party, said the tremors have been caused by lawmaking that gave legitimacy to sodomy. Mm. Israel decriminalized homosexuality in 1988 and has since passed several laws recognizing gay rights. Two earthquakes shook the region last week and further four struck in November and December. They're shaking it and quaking it in the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. Mr. Benizri made his comments while addressing a committee of the Israeli parliament, the Knesset, about the uh, country's readiness for earthquakes. 
He called on lawmakers to stop passing legislation on how to encourage homosexual activity in the state of Israel, which anyway brings about earthquakes. Israeli court rulings in recent years have granted inheritance rights to gay couples and recognized same-sex marriages performed abroad. Last week, Israel's attorney general ruled same-sex couples could adopt. Oi! Oh! Wow. Shlomo is going to be really pissed off about that. Earthquakes. Uh, anything bad happens. Right. Like Pat Roberts. Well, it's a know. fact. It's like Sodom like and Gomorrah. You know. and uh, fires, wildfires in Florida. That's right. The fags done it. Orlando. That's right. All those faggots and Disney. Orlando done it? I didn't know he was uh, gay. No. The what ever happened to him? What do you mean? Just why I said I wonder if Is he still doing the five to seven thing? No, not not that Orlando. I'm oh, that Orlando. Orlando. Oh, the hot looking one, not the. I, uh, goofy I don't one. know. I don't know. I don't either. And we'll I haven't heard from them in ages. He was moving in with his boyfriend or something, and then they were saying he was going to get married. But I think to his boyfriend. No, I don't remember that. I don't know. That's another one of those strange deals. Of course, he was uh, Hispanic, you know. Mm -hmm. He was Latino. Mm -hmm. Okay, how are we doing on Chris's poll? We got nine forty-four on at the dessert poll, and they don't like desserts. Nine forty-six. What? I just don't buy that still. Well, they don't eat desserts when they go into a restaurant. They pig out on the steak and the soup and the uh, or their lobster and whatever, and they don't and and the rolls and uh -huh. all of the stuff. You know, they don't have room for dessert. But that's in the lead, right? Well, uh, other than other than uh, Cheesecake Factory, nobody's doing a squat on this poll. Huh. They, they're beating the crap out of everybody, so that's a commentary. I think they Maybe just that's why they vote for that because it says cheesecake and that's a dessert. They like that place. It, you know what it reminds me of? What? It's like a, it, it's like the Rascal House for Goyim. Okay. Not that only Goyim eat there, because they're in the sawgrass, I'm sure there's plenty of Jews eating in there. In fact, the day that I was there, mm -hmm. looked like a Jew jam. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I, I don't know who, who the hell they are, but if it's in Broward, there's about to be a lot of Jews eating there. Right. We're about to have one here. Have what? Jews? A, a Jew jam, yeah. In Hallandale? <laughs> Go oh, figure. Hey. Yeah. I wonder if my good, close, personal friend, uh, what's his name, is still alive Sonny? from Hallandale. Sonny uh, Rosenberg. Hey, Sonny, when are you going to croak already? Biggest name. The best talent. And that Incandela angel. That's Liz and Angel. 560 QAM. The fourth leader. It's Friday, you bastard. The E! True Hollywood Story. Amy Winehouse started young. It's very clear that she did like to drink. So I was like rolling home drunk every night. A damaging video of Amy appeared on the internet. The footage showed Amy partying. <laughs> Journalists weren't the only ones who took notice. <laughs> Holy crap! I got puked on. The E! True Hollywood Story. <laughs> Okay, 1031. By the way, I'm sure you're very excited to hear my uh, latest update on what's going on with my contract negotiations with Norma Kent. George? Mm hmm You want to know, know the latest news? Nothing. Okay. That's it. You're up to date. Well, take your time telling me. Oh, wait, you're done. 956 votes on the poll. George is out there at Gulfstream waiting to see some... Oh, yeah, I got a racing form. Steve Sloan brought me a racing form. I have no idea what to do with it. Of course, yeah. you have no idea how to read it. No, none at all. It's got, uh, you know, it's got red and black and, you know, white. No, that's on the front page. It's got right. red black where it says racing formula. That's it. We're talking about when you open it up to like... That's as far as I've gotten. Oh, boy. Well, can't you open it up? Are you capable I did. Leaderboard. Says Gulfstream Park. Today's post time. Well, I don't care about today's Best post time. Bayers. 
fact, I can tell you. I can turn on the Racing Network right now and tell you what the uh, whole deal is. Oh, no, they got the oh, not right. Al-Shiba. They got racing from Doobie 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 yeah, Dubai right now on the uh, Racing Network. Graded handicap selection. We got a two to five chalk in the first race at Dubai. Let's let's bet on all the races at Dubai. Great. What do you say? All you buy Arabs. All those damn Arabs bought off all the expensive horses, you know. That's what's going on in the business. Well, they kind of started it anyway, so. The Sheikh of Araby? Well, the Arabian horses. Federal agents are investigating whether former Senate Majority Leader Trent Lott, knowingly, speaking of Queens, Trent Lott knowingly played a role in an alleged conspiracy in 2006 to influence a Mississippi judge presiding over a multi-million dollar lawsuit against famed plaintiff attorney Richard Dickey Scruggs, according to people familiar with the situation. Dickie Scruggs. I wonder if he's kin to Dickie Greenleaf or maybe Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs. Remember them? You bet. Earl Scruggs. Big fans. If I was at the station, I'd play some of their music for you. But you're not. I'm not. Thank God. <laughs> Mr. Scruggs and several associates are scheduled to stand trial March 31 on charges. They offered $40,000 in bribes to state court judge Henry L. Lackey in return for a favorable ruling in the lawsuit against Mr. Scruggs over $26.5 million in legal fees. Well, Trent Lott's got his ass in a ringer again. Maybe he can free himself of those pom-poms. And, of course, the big news, and I heard Joe going on and on this morning. Oh, my God. All the sports nerds, you know. Oh, we're so lucky we got the Marlins. are going to get their stadium, and we're going to keep the Marlins, and we're going to keep the Panthers. Nice game by the Panthers last night again. Nobody anywhere can blow a lead like they can in the third period. It's just shocking. Three in a row now. Three games in a row blowing a two-goal lead in the third period. That was just ugly and nasty. It was Shaq nasty. You watch it? Did you say Shaq? Shaq nasty. That's what I said. Shaq. Nasty. Yeah, I watched it. Miami will get a new ballpark. The Marlins will get a new name. And many of the details will get worked out later. The Dade County Commissioner, and I thought Denise Potvin last night was an all-time low. Just frantic and hysterical. More idiotic than ever. I never thought that dumb frog could do it, man. He outdone himself. Denise. They have Denise on there to make Gildy, uh look good. The Dade County Commission approved the $619 million deal with a 9-3 vote last night, hours after the City Commission approved it 4-1. to As we told you here on QAM, because I uh, read the uh, Internet, not because we're on top of these things since we're supposed to be a sports station. Oh, no. But Joe made a good point, and that is, you know, the sports nerds are selfish because if they don't have all these sports teams in town, what are they going to write and talk about? Right. right. They can't live. What's That's the right. point of living? There comes a time in history where vision and courage come together to create destiny, said Miami City Commission Chairman Joe Sanchez, whose district, of course, includes the Orange Bowl site where that new baseball stadium would rise. Sanchez compared yesterday's binding stadium vote, which puts a new home for the team closer to reality than it ever has been before, after numerous previous failed attempts to a ninth-inning bases-loaded rally. Bases-loaded. We have a great opportunity to hit this ball out of the ballpark, he said. Fans were boisterous that the team, which will change its name to the Miami Marlins instead of Florida Marlins, would finally have a home of its own and a promise to stay in Miami for 35 years. Oh, I'll be long dead after that. I didn't sleep last night, hoping this is the last time in front of a mic to ask for a stadium, said Gilberto Lazardo, a Hialeah fan wearing a bright orange Marlins shirt. Thursday's, uh, Gilbert. <laughs> Thursday's votes came over the objection, <laughs> objection to this. I'm surprised he hasn't shown up there at Gulfstream. Hey, and his plant pants sure. and his Coke bottle glasses. Come on, Gilbert, you can do it. <laughs> George is down to see it this man. Yes, I am. Thursday's vote came over the objection of some residents who said hundreds of millions of dollars a year in taxpayer money should not finance a sports complex without the issue of going to a public referendum. Chief among them, auto maggot Norman Bremen, who has challenged the deal in court. You go, Norm. Norma. Mr. Bremen would drop this lawsuit in a heartbeat if you allowed it to be voted in a public referendum, said Harley Troppen, one of the 
bring in attorneys. Tomas Regalado was the lone no vote on the city commission, saying object to the stadium being tied into a larger $2.9 billion mega plan. Well, you ought to pay the megabucks. Megabucks at Woodbine, they have a jackpot's up to almost $8 million now. Ooh. But it's like playing the lottery. I mean, you can sit there and keep feeding it and feeding it mm-hmm. and feeding that dead machine, man. Nothing worse than feeding a dead machine. So I'm told. The no votes at County Hall came from Carlos Jimenez, Sally Heyman, and Javier Suoto. Commissioner Katie Sorensen was home recuperating from surgery. My heart would love to vote for this, but my head just can't, said Jimenez, who was worried about the impact of Brayman's lawsuit, profiteering with the team and other terms of the deal. We're rushing into something where we don't have all the facts. But supporters carry the day. We love the Marlins. Let's build another stadium. Nobody's going to go there. Nobody wants to go there, but nevertheless. Just like museums, parks, and beaches, professional sports are an important part of our community's fabric, said County Mayor Carlos Alvarez. A stadium will not only contribute to our economy, but to our quality of life. Oh, my God, what a lunatic. The Marlins hope to be in their new home by opening day 2011. Those city, county, and team representatives must still negotiate the fine points of some issues, such as stadium maintenance and construction. Thursday's written agreement represents a huge milestone in the ball club's quest for a modern baseball-specific facility. There were a few tense hours, however, as the county's police and firefighter unions demanded that their workers, rather than the city of Miami's departments, get the exclusive right to work the 30-odd off-duty jobs within the ballpark. Odd job. Remember odd job? Sure. James county Bond. departments are still smarting that the city holds almost all those jobs in two other county-owned facilities, the American Airlines Yenta Arena and Adrian Arsht Center for Performing Arts. I, I never heard of that in my life. Adrian Arsht Center for the Performing Arts? What's that? I don't know. And who's Adrian Arsht? I don't know. Your men and women who have been slaughtered recently have been cut out, said John Rivera, president of the Police Benevolent Association. But if the county had amended the contract to clarify the jurisdiction, the city commission's early vote would have been nullified, and then they would have to have another vote. Moreover, city police wouldn't have lightly given up access to those jobs. I think the city of Miami should work it. It's going to be called the Miami Marlins, said Armando Aguiar, president of Miami's FOP. Rather than suffer a delay in resting the entire deal on the turf fight, the county decided to spend the next month inside negotiations with the city. We should be ashamed if we can't resolve that issue in 30 days, County Manager George Don't Call Me Smokey Burgess said. After that was resolved, concerns about the smart business set-asides and the construction nearly forced a similar delay. Those details, too, will be resolved in more detail agreements this summer. We'll iron out all the details, all the fine print later on. But let's rush into it now and make everybody all excited. We love the Marlins! They're going to stay! Oh, yeah. With the two governments approval third day, pre-construction design and site preparation will likely begin in the coming months. Ground should be broken in November. It's been quite a road to this day, Marlin President David Sampson told city commissioners, and it's true sometimes what they say in the movies, that dreams can come true for families and friends. Fairy tales can come true when it happens to you. We did it! Yeah. Speaking of fairy tales. You fairy! So anyway, there you go. Marlin's going to get their stadium probably. Not necessarily. I mean, they're still, you know. Woo. Somebody might throw a monkey in the wrench. A monkey wrench in the works. So did anybody there plunging their guts out or what? Everybody's sipping their coffee. I, uh, there's an old guy sitting off in front of me over there. He was just checking his pulse. I wanted to go over and tell him, it's okay, Pops, you're still alive. Oh, you must be in Hallander. Oh, yeah. With the median age is dead, plus 10. 970 votes on that poll. And by the way, I don't eat dessert is winning. 363, although the Cheesecake Factory's got 328. I mean, when one, one place has got 328. Mm-hmm. And the next one's got 57. I guess that's it. It's hands down. What does that tell you? I mean, it's just no, no contender. Right. They can't compete. Now, there were four of us that time. on One experience in the cheese. No, I had eaten there a long time ago, and I don't remember whether it was good or bad. But this last time, a couple of months ago, four of us had a meal in that place. The food was um, marginal at best. 
and very best. For all four of us, by the way. Four out of four. If it was just one person, you could say, ah, oh, you ordered the wrong thing, or they screwed it up, or you like that, you know. And the dessert, gigantic portion, but like delicious, but no taste, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, just size. So all you, all you size queens out there, head for the uh, cheesecake factory. You'll love it. The size queen. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Oh, God. Oh, no. Now we're playing. It's time to change the station. Turn it off and turn on your iPod. Some stupid sport host lobs don't care about their jobs. Are killing off the audience with ratings drop. I want a baseball. Back to break some kneecaps. Cut your baseball. Right here, you homo sports fans. It's QAM's bag in the way. Of hockey movies in the listeners' face. Take your baseball. <laughs> shove them up your ass. They don't care if they diss you. They program for their sisters with their nose embedded deeply in jock straps. They kiss each other's thighs while ogling sport hole dies. And murdering the audience for only what they like is Marlins Baseball. They're raping all our numbers, Marlins Baseball. You can't get any dumber. The management here don't give a crap what you think. They're busy dreaming about an athlete's pink. Stinking Baseball. With all the sports crap. Well, we won't have the Marlins to uh, kick around on here anymore because they won't be on the station. And, of course, what's going to happen if 790 across the street decides to start Hungarian mazurkas or something like that? Those are high ratings. The Marlins, then, what? They're going to enjoy those high ratings. They're going to put us out of business. Yeah. How's Joe Feinberg doing, by the way? Anybody heard from him lately? No. No. Won't hear from him no more, at least not in the radio biz. He never was in the radio biz. Mm-mm. He was in the I want to be like my daddy biz with lots of money. Let me spend a lot of daddy's money and show all those guys across the street what a hot shot I am. And then when the going got tough, man, he ran off like some kind of a, like a lemming, like a quizzling. 979 on that the dessert bowl. Boy, I'm, I'm starving now. I don't know what I'm going to do. Too. I have my bacon already. What? I am too. Maybe what I'll do, although we have a centimeter of snow overnight, it's not, not a lot. A centimeter. A centimeter? Right. What the hell is that? Like a dusting. Like maybe like a third centimeter. of a centimeter. Is that like a centipede? Is that something that, that turns that's into a butterfly? That's the way the world measures things. Okay? Yeah, the like world. Meters and centimeters hey, and hey, things like we're that. We're in America. Not miles that's and the feet world. Distance, okay, yeah, that's right. That's it hard. Yeah. We are the world. Right. Like that. Do things our right. way. Can I get into the story? Right. Right? I know you've got a lot of important stuff going on. The first post time there is until like, what, 1 o'clock? 1.15, I'm looking at the, uh, the line. Is that what it's called? I'm trying to learn the right words for things here. You're looking at what? The, the tote board. The, okay, is that what it's called? Well, yeah. because I've got the racing form in front of me. So, What's that got to do with the tote board or the time? I, I don't know. I don't, what, do you, what do you call it? The line, the morning line? Or what, what, what is this that I'm looking at over here? The horses that are going to be racing. That's the morning line for the first race. Okay, great. That's what I'm looking at. And it wouldn't surprise me if the 1 is 12 to 1 in the morning line, the 2 is 8 to 1, the 3 is 6 to 1, right? More or less. Well, what do you mean more or less? I mean, there are numbers up there. Are the numbers right? Then 10 to 1 on the 4, 12 to 1 on the 5. I'm reading it right off the uh, entries here. Right. Well, then, yeah, then you're right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you are. 
slow. Just impossible. I'm learning but this is an important story, and okay. don't let me get to it. That's all, all right. right. I mean, nobody cares about this crap. All we care about is, oh, the Marlins. The Marlins going to stay all right. Like that, you know. Joe going on and on. See, nobody wants to go there. I mean, when they had this stadium built right there at the county line, mm-hmm. right there by Dayton Broward, right off the turnpike, you drive right in. Why are you posking with a microphone? Oh, like it's that? my headset. It uh, fell off my head. God. When you have a stadium in a perfect location like that, and people still don't want to come, oh, but it's not a dome stadium, Neil. In the summertime, it gets awfully hot and humid in there, and then it rains, and bada-beep, bada-boop, bada Yeah, that's right. People want to go all the way down there by where the Orange Bowl is and, you know, going to be demolished and, and, and go to there? Who the hell wants to go there? Nobody wants to go there. Hey, attendance isn't as important as we can spend a lot of money building it. Speaking of spending a lot of money and flushing it down the toilet, speculation is mounting that Swillery may be ready to pull a plug on her faltering presidential campaign. Sources within the beleaguered campaign say fundraising has dried up and mounting debts may force a cutback in ads, direct mail, and staff. At last night's debate in Austin, Texas, Clinton appeared at times resigned to the fact that her campaign is coming to an end. Her closing sounded to some more like a valedictory address than the words of a candidate who fights to the end. In the past, she's always said she would stay in the race through the convention no matter what. On NBC's Today show, Meredith Vieira asked Clinton, and by the way, they had a wreck there in the motorcade in Dallas. Yeah, we're watching it. You see that? Yeah. Motorcycle motorcycle garage, she went flying. 30 feet or so. Good thing she wasn't an Indian man. Maybe her turban would have fallen off. On NBC's Today show, Meredith Vieira asked Clinton if she planned to stay in the campaign until the convention in Denver. Clinton responded, she doesn't predict the future. She's not psychic. Although she does look a little bloated. But supporters and donors said the future does, does not look that good. Even Never Say Die Bubba admits that if Hillary loses at least one of the big state primaries in Texas or Ohio next week, it's all over. Finito. Finito Benito, baby. Bye-bye, honey. Others feel it's already over. Political insiders say Clinton's only option at this point is to pull the plug and save face. And what a face to save, man. Save it for a rainy day. When she can put a bag over her head. Yeah, every time last night that he would say anything, she got like all swelled up and puffed up and sit there with that kind of like self-indulgent, holier-than-thou look on her face. Yeah, smug, bitch. See, that, that's, uh, if nothing else, forgetting about issues, because nobody seems to be talking much about issues, it's whether somebody stole some lines from a speech or some stupid crap. Like Obama said, it's the silly season in politics. But forgetting about that, you look at her and you listen to her and you see this, you see the reason why she's so polarizing. Mm-hmm. Because she's not likable. She's not likable. How can you be a leader when people don't like you before they even know what you're going to do? They, well, they don't stop like this you. guy. What guy? Our current El Presidente. Senator Swillery Rodham Clinton's latest campaign finance report published last night appeared even to where, or Wednesday night, appeared even to where most stalwart supporters and donors to be a roadmap of her political and management failings. Several of them echoing political analysts expressed concerns that Mrs. Clinton's spending priorities amounted to costly errors in judgment that have hamstrung her competitiveness against Barack Obama. We didn't raise all this money to keep paying consultants who have pursued basically the wrong strategy for a year now, said a prominent New York donor. So much about her campaign needs to change, but it may be too late. The high-priced senior consultants to Mrs. Clinton have emerged as particular targets of complaints given that they conceived and executed a political strategy that has proved so far unsuccessful. The firm that includes Mark Penn, Mrs. Clinton's chief strategist and pollster, and his team collected $3.8 million for fees and expenses in January alone. In total, including what the campaign still owes, the firm has billed more than $10 million for consulting, direct mail, and other services, and among other Democratic strategists not affiliated with either campaign called Stunning, 
Stunning. Howard Wolfson, the communication director, senior member of the ad team, earned at least 267 grand in January. His total included the campaign's debt to him, top 730,000. Where else does Swillery spend her money? According to the FEC Commission reports and the Times, nearly, nearly wait till you hear this. Okay. Party platters, baby. Nearly $100,000 went for party platters and groceries before the Iowa caucuses, even though the partying mood evaporated yeah. fast. Let's get those party platters, Ooh. man, and see if it splatters. Or if they it got lots of script. Rooms at the Bellagio Luxury Hotel in Vegas consumed more than 25 grand. The Four Seasons another five grand, and top consultants collected about five million dollars in January, a month of crucial expenses and tough fundraising. Campaign sources say Clinton's claims of raising a million dollars a day on the internet during the first 15 days of February were inflated, and add that fundraising all but dried up after her big loss earlier this week in Wisconsin. Dried up, just like her, I'm sure. We're broke and in debt, said one worried campaign staff member. Supporters and staff also worry about her passive performance in Thursday's debate. With Senator Obama rolling like a freight train to 11 straight primary wins, Swillery took the Illinois senator on a keenly anticipated debate Thursday night at the University of Texas in Austin, said Forbes. She may not have done enough to stop his momentum. Her attempts to score points with a prepared line about claims of plagiarism fell flat. The New York Daily News says Hillary's best shot at Barack Obama was a dud, so she switched gears, tried to win voters back by connecting on a warmer personal level in Thursday's critical debate. She came to Austin Thursday night trying to play Texas Hold'em with Obama, eating away at her lead in the Lone Star State and a rather March 4th firewall, Ohio. She looked to score with a canned put-down of Obama when a question arose of whether Obama had too liberally borrowed others' words for his arena-packing speeches. Lifting whole passages from someone else's speeches is not change you can believe in. It's change you can Xerox, Zing Clinton, and the crowd at University of Texas booed. Booed. Like that. The San Francisco Chronicle agreed. After 11 straight wins by Obama, Clinton went into the debate needing a knockdown punch. When her attack lines failed, she pounded on, on policy. Obama more than held his own. If anything, the debate was a draw that probably didn't shift any votes. Clinton waited to go on offense, even backing away from an engraved invitation by panelist John King, who asked her about her all-hat-no-cattle line that she's repeated in her stump speeches. Clinton responded that her comment was directed at President Bush. Clearly, her campaign decided the attack strategy Clinton took to Wisconsin contributed to her defeat on Tuesday. It was Obama who leapt at a chance to blast her let's-get-real argument, saying it implies his supporters are delusional. Clinton quickly struck back. When Obama called her accusation that he committed plagiarism silly, she replied that if a campaign is about words, they should be one's own. Then she let loose her attack line. That's not change you can believe in. It's change you can Xerox. It got booze. She must have had some more of such lines up her sleeve, but she didn't use any more after that. Was it, Reuters says, was it a pivotal moment that could change the campaign or the swan song of a candidate who may be nearing the end of her U.S. presidential bid? Hillary's concluding statement and televised debate last night drew a standing ovation from the audience and plaudits from analysts. But some said her words, which touched on her personal trials while complimenting her rival Barack Obama, came too late in a contest that has largely turned in his direction. She's done. Stick a fork in her, baby. She's done. Stick a folk in her. So how the folk doing at Gulfstream? Oh, they're fine. Stephen Page is here with a giant tank of poison. He heard that we were going to have some pests showing up, and he's going to spray them with harsh chemicals that he doesn't normally use, but he saved them just for us. Well, see if you can shut him up. <laughs> Good thing he can't hear you. Oh, they do a great work. They're wonderful. They do a great work. He hasn't, said, he hasn't said a word. He's waiting. He's waiting. Well, that's great. Oh, look, and right on cue, here are the pests, right. and we're going to watch him spray them with uh, poison. Well, if the quarter slot guy comes back... <laughs> 
biggest name. This is the best talent. You. Rectum. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. This is the Neil Rogers Show. You, 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 fairy. This is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Two at five sixty. I'll tell you one thing about that Rob Marciano on CNN. That weather uh, dude who sometimes is a news dude, who sometimes just a, a regular dude. From a long ways away, he looks pretty good. You know, from like about okay. a mile away. Yeah, but what does that have to do with we finally figured this thing out here? Oh, they finally got the three sixty working there, good. And yeah, it's a good night, bitch. And and I got I got my drops. Well, maybe I do. The, put them in a FedEx envelope. All right. Cough drops. Jesus Christ. In just released Washington Post ABC News polls, Swillery is deadlocked with Barack Obama in Texas, 48 to 47 percent, even Stephen. And in oh, uh, let's see, in Ohio, she leads by only 50 to 43 percent. And that poll carries a margin of Maso minus 4 percent. It's tight, baby. A recent CNN poll out of Texas also showed the two candidates statistically deadlocked. In the CNN Opinion Research Corporation poll released Monday, Clinton had 50 and Obama 48 percent, and that poll had Maso minus four and a half points. The demographics of both states would seem to favor Swillery. Latino voters, a group that's tended to break for Clinton over Obama in past primary stakes, are expected to make up a significant portion of the Democratic electorate in Texas. And in Ohio, working-class voters that have long constituted the core of her base expected to play a dominant role. But Obama's begun to make major inroads with both groups in recent primary contests. Wouldn't that be something? Let's see, the fourth. So we've got to wait another week, a week from Tuesday, man. I don't know if I can wait. Can you? I can't handle it. No. 998 in the pool there, Chris. You're going to go over a 1,000 before we do the next break. Wow. Let's hear it for Chris Oh, and that dessert pool. And you know something? To show what a lunkhead he is, we, we went through that whole agonizing thing about Big Boy. We mm-hmm. never put it on there. Oh, I apologize. What an idiot. What a lunkhead. What a lump. Not like Tweak, Twerp, whatever his name is. Nobody's that bad. But you're starting to catch up, though. 998 in the pool. I bet if I refresh it. How are we doing on yesterday's uh, Neil deal? Not too good. And the no. food was great. Yeah, it was. Both of you guys. The people were nice. Huh? The people were nice. The, the help was, was hot. The location is excellent. The help was hotter than uh, a fried tamale. 
46 left. 46 to go. Wow. We had 100. We got four. We sold 54. But we have almost half of them left. We don't usually do that on this show. We leave that to Tootsie and Footsie and people like that. He don't even do them anymore because he couldn't sell uh, anything to his grandma for a dime. By the way, the sun is starting to shine. Isn't that pleasant? Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful thing. Now, what is it, about 86, 87 going to be this afternoon there? I'm not sure. Great day for racing at Gulfstream, boys and girls. Come on out. I wonder if they still got Dubai, that crap on there. Where was it? Dubai? I mean, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, not Al Sheba racetrack in Dubai. Yeah, he, it was a very... Oh, my God. Still too early. He'd been surrounded for a while, and he was sort of trying to negotiate his way out when eventually got flattened. Didn't move that well afterwards, but clearly... He's... I'm going to tell you, you know how I always talk about the constipated Brits? Do you think anybody who's had a bowel movement in the last 20 years would speak like that? He would step up for that run as well. So, um, well, that's a look at uh, Schmook. Schmook. See, there you go. Schmook. Schmuck. Not Schmook. Schmuck. Schmook. What a... Oh, my God. Those Brits, they are just, uh, they're responsible for all the, in fact, Saudi Arabia. Weren't the Brits in Saudi Arabia once upon a time? Yeah, I reckon they were. And what was that uh, sheik? What was that famous, uh, what was his name? Well, you're not thinking of Lawrence of Arabia, are you? Lawrence of Arabia, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. He wasn't well, a, he wasn't a sheik, he was just uh, He was just a, a there. Queen. Yeah, he, he wasn't royalty, but he was a queen. I saw that thing on biography, mm-hmm. and they said he was... Uh, Yay. I saw the movie, Peter O'Toole. Peter's what? Tool. What restaurant chain has the best desserts? We got a thousand votes, boys and girls. Hallelujah. <coughs> oh, Representative Renzi of Arizona indicted in connection with Arizona land deals. Another Republican crook. I don't eat dessert. 375. Cheesecake Factory, 338. Melting Pot, 59. Denny's, 45. Steak and Shake and Quake, 34. They got the best damn shakes, man. Wow. Am I right? Yep. Although I will tell you, I do like Arby's Jamocha Shake. I, every time we start Ooh. talking about shakes, I yeah. forgot, uh, forgot all about those. Jamocha Shakes. God. Yeah. Yeah, they it do. should be the law that every place that serves milkshake serves a Jamocha Shake. Those are really good. Now, the rest of Arby's, well, uh, I like those potato cakes just fine. Mm-hmm. Now, the roast beef sandwiches, the roast beef. Mm. Yeah. Denny's 46, <laughs> Steak and Shake 34, Friday's 28, Grand Lux Cafe, which is excellent, outstanding, 27. See, people have crappy taste, man. It's owned by the same company that owns the Cheesecake Factory. They got like 338 votes, and Grand Lux Cafe's only got 27. That's because they don't give you that big family-sized portion for each individual person. The big Elsie the Borden cow-sized portions that Americans love to eat. And you wonder why everybody looks like Elsie the Borden cow? Why? Because they eat way too much. Because in the restaurants, they, the portions are mm-hmm. way too big. Yeah, way well, too loaded big. with butter. Like a Red Lobster. And by the way, you know something? As much as I do like that place, and I've gone back several times... Uh, they do use too much butter. I get a cholesterol headache when I leave there. I, I always wonder. I always felt sick when I left there, and now I know why. Because they use, like in the chowder, but it's just loaded with butter. You ever had their clam chowder? Mm. I haven't been there in ever. Well, try it again. Maybe I'm right. I haven't haven't gotten exactly a million facts about no. that saying. By the way, Neil, you're right. Red Lobster is really kind of great. We have so many nice restaurants that come in every Thursday, and they give us those certificates, you know. Applebee's 22, Longhorn Steakhouse 17, Ruby Tuesday 17, maybe Red Lobster would like you to eat free there. They'd like to invite you to come on by. Okay, that's what it would take. With your family and your girlfriends mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of strangers. All together, sure. Chili's 14 and the uh, quarter schlock guy. Roadhouse uh, <laughs> Grill 13, Bennigan's 11, and Big Boys we put on there. And there's no apostrophe in Big Boys. Why would there be an apostrophe, you idiot? Big Boys. Whatever. You are. Like I said, Lunkhead. Well, it's too bad that post time isn't until 1.15, because if the races started like at 10, 
We could be handicrapping all morning and all early afternoon long. I know. We're going to have to work on that. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like first race 10-15, you know, just to accommodate us. Yeah, that sounds good. Give us a little time to build up. Once a month or whenever, the occasional Friday when we're here. Security details at Barack Obama's rally Wednesday stopped screening people for weapons at the front gates more than an hour before the Democratic presidential candidate took the stage at Reunion Arena in Dallas. I guess the uh, Dallas cops are probably thinking it was good enough for JFK, good enough for oh, this guy, too. The order to put down the metal detectors and stop checking purses and laptop bags came as a surprise to several Dallas police officers who said they believed there was a lapse in security. Dallas Deputy Police Chief T.W. Lawrence, head of the Police Department's Homeland Security and Special Operations Division, said the order, apparently made by the U.S. Secret Service, was meant to speed up long lines outside and fill the arena's vacant seats before Obama came on. Don't ever give an order like that again. Understood? Okay, I won't. Connie's like... Uh, yes. Don't even. Yes. They, like, ripped themselves off. She sure was one nasty bitch, you know? Not but, early in the movie, but later on she yeah, became really yeah. hostile sure. and bitter and nasty. It didn't Just have to because. be a bad movie. I knew it was you. I knew it was <sighs> Sure, I said, well, mother, and they used that line twice. Our first one uh, right. with Fredo. Right. You broke my heart. Yeah. And then when uh, he had Carlo killed. Mm-hmm. Is it true, Michael? Is it true? Sure, said Lawrence when asked if he was concerned by the great number of people who had gotten into the building without being checked. But he added, turn out of more than 17,000 people seemed to be a friendly crowd. Oh, that's security. They seem to be a friendly. <laughs> Boy, who wouldn't want to have Secret Service protection like that? Secret Service, by the way, didn't return a call from the Star Telegram seeking comment. Doors open to the public at 10 a.m., and for the first hour, security officers scanned each person who came in and checked their belongings in a process that kept moving at along lines at a crawl. Then about 11 a.m., the order came down to allow the people in without being checked. Several Dallas police officers said it worried them that the arena was packed with people who got in without even a cursory inspection. A cursory inspection. They spoke on condition of anonymity because they said the order was made by federal officials who were in charge of security at the event. How can you not be concerned in this day and age, said one policeman. How can you not be concerned? In this day and age when everybody is running around, especially in schools these days, shooting up people and running around with shotguns and stuff like that. I don't have the story, but you see that one guy had a, he was a ROTC student, ROTC. Right. ROTC people are evil. And he, you know, he, he didn't kill anybody. He was just practicing. And he, uh, I'm got just all, kidding. Too bad they didn't shoot him. The Watsy guy stole my girlfriend once, so I'm still there. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. 20-some years ago, I'm still there. I was in at Michigan State. I never went to class, but I remember having a a, a weapon. I don't remember what kind of a weapon. Did you have a shiv? Did you have a shank? No. Uh, I had a shanker, though. Did you have a gat? I had a shanker much later on. (laughs) Really? 10.05. Oh, yeah, that was in West Palm Beach. pills for that. Oh, boy. Shanker and a big canker. Did you thank her? Oh, wait, sorry. I think I got it at Freddy's Anchor Bar. <laughs> now, that's not there anymore, is it? Freddy's Anchor Bar, didn't we discover a long time ago that that's gone? That was one of the most famous landmarks in Fort Lauderdale. All the great old places are vanishing, man, right before your eyes. Rascal House, Pumpernick's is all gone. All the great restaurants are vanishing like crazy. And these people are all whipped up about the freaking Cheesecake Factory. Oh, Let's get some party planners for Georgia Gulfstream. Come on. See Finger foods. All of these things. That's right. About a hundred grand's worth sound right. She was
I was just trying to get the uh, charts, the um, racing form charts for our Gulfstream. I can't, I can't get it. I, I probably could if I potskied around long enough online. Yeah. But then again, you can always read the form, you know. I could, and I have already uh, started. You have? Well, I got the little, that line that we were talking about. And the morning line. So what right. does that mean? What's that got to do with the racing form? You can look at the tote board and see the morning Nothing, line. Nothing, you know. What you know about racing, you can stick in a table and have room for uh, Fat Boy's ass left over. There's in. no question. That's why I need you and Steve Sloan. And eventually, uh, after about a couple of years of this, I might uh, know something. Well, good. Let's make you into a real degenerate gambler. You now, how come you haven't tried any of the slot machines there? You're still in the, you're in the same spot that you were last time? Yeah, yeah. Where you played that machine with the uh, cards mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. that was? Mm-hmm. See, I'm not a card buff, so I'm I know, that's all right. I know that's supposed to be the best thing, uh, uh, Texas Hold'em and all Listen, that. Listen, you know me, and I'm not big into the machines anyway, so this is fine. I want to bet the ponies. Oh, yeah, Wags. Brandon mentions Wags. What's that got to do with anything? They had great desserts, but they're closed. Yeah, a long time ago. I love Wags. They've been closed for 100 years. It was a great 24-hour yes. joint, man. It was like an upscale Denny's. Right. Am I right? Yeah, they had one right the there on the corner right by the radio station. The ranch house was very good. Wow. Are they still around? No. Okay. I'm just coming up. Oh, why do we always do that? Cut it out, Brandon. Damn it. I'm, it's not bad enough I'm already jonesing for like a banana split or something like that. I didn't have any crap yesterday. Good. That's why I sound better today. So I wondered about that. About all that dessert talk, he's going to go out and just no, binge. No, I did not. Well, I didn't have time for it because what I did was I ran around. I did have a candy bar. I had a Snickers. Uh-huh. Not the real big one, not the king size. Right. It was more like the queen size. Okay, good. And uh, and I hopped in the car, and I ran over to FedEx, and I sent off a FedEx and uh, wrote my next uh, deposit for my check, which maybe even showed up there today. God only knows. You never know. And uh, and I zipped over to Gulfstream. And I was there for many hours, losing my ass, and then made a phenomenal comeback, and then won a few hundred bucks. But All right. I, when I left there, I felt like I won a million. All right. When I got in that little um, puddle jumper, that solstice. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad little car. No, I see them around. You like it? They're pretty. They're really nice looking cars. Yeah, Swenson's. Get out of here, Brandon. Swenson's my I, And the oh. interesting thing is, I never liked Swenson's. I, I liked Swenson's a lot. We used to go there all the time. We used to go there. They had the best malted shakes with the, the they chunks. Oh, big old chewy chunks old of malt there at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And people would they'd go order the banana splits and everything. It's like I want the biggest, fattest malted shake you can you can give me. Mm. They would, they'd, you know, then they'd give you the tin too, you know, so that. Oh, of course. Yeah. So they could lick it. You could oh, stick yeah. your st- tongue in your, your mm. thing inside the. <laughs> stick your thing in the tin. You like it? Woo! Oh, baby! Then you could do a painting with it. <laughs> that was quite a story. The uh, penis painter in Australia. That yeah. If you missed that story yesterday, you missed uh, about 30 seconds worth what of an amusement. Artist. Not the hysteria, but, you know, mildly amusing, like that one jackass said that day. Mildly amusing, the, oh, yeah, amuse this. Quarter schlock guy. Yeah, do you think the quarter schlock guy had the balls to show up there and uh, show his face to you? Hey, I don't put the anything real one? past these people. If the he knows you carry a piece. Up. Yeah. They would probably not invite us back if we did that. What, if we start shooting people? No, yeah, I yeah. think we have permission. It says here on that uh, bullet point. on That's thing. It says, <laughs> it's a bullet point. That's point of yeah, bullet. that's right. It. <laughs> it says, by the way, use a few bullets if you have to, and it, uh, we'll, we'll look the other way. We'll pretend we didn't know nothing. We didn't know nothing. $350,000 fountain of youth stakes at Gulfstream on Sunday. And tomorrow, or yeah, tomorrow is Saturday, last time I checked. What's the big uh, race tomorrow? It's the grade one $350,000 Gulfstream Park turf stakes tomorrow. And by the way, Ross Morton died, and some people are mourning that. We're celebrating it here on WQAM. He was a jackass. 
I mean, you know, usually when somebody dies, you try to have a little bit of class and say, oh, well, he was a wonderful man, he did a great job. He did not do a great job, and he was a, a jerk. And I, I never met him, but, I mean, I, I know a lot of people who did know him, and everybody uh, told me, oh, my God, this guy with ego. Why is it that guys with the least talent, especially in that race-calling business, have the biggest ego like that uh, Roger Houston? The Meadows! At the Meadows! As they go around the Dern, the Dern. How can, how can T-U-R-N be Dern? I know uh, Bruce Dern, yeah. Laura Dern, and Packaderm. <laughs> what a jerk. Roger Houston. The voice. The voice picks the three. and it, It's one thing, i got to admit. I mean, well, there are many things in my life, you know, kind of people I can't stand. But people with big egos, it's just, I, I can't deal with it. I can't stand it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I mean, it's one thing if they deserve it. And, and usually, the people with the biggest egos have the right. least talent. Like, like right. Joey Reynolds, for example. There's another one. No boy. Oh, my God. What an ego. He used to be on uh, WKBW. I am that hemorrhoid. Yeah. I, I have my nose up Neil's ass. Absolutely. Joey. Hillary Rodham Clinton ended January with $7.6 million in debt, not including the $5 million personal loan she gave to her campaign in the run-up to the critical Super Tuesday elections, according to financial reports released on Wednesday. In contrast, Democratic rival Barack Obama's campaign finances continue to be robust. He reported he's robust and she's just bust. Not that she's got much of a bust, but nevertheless, she looked so puffed up and so priggy last night. Priggish? Yeah, priggish. Priggy. Remember Miss Priggy? No. He reported raising nearly $37 million, spending nearly 31. His cash balance was $25 million, of which roughly $20 million can be spent on the primary. He reported a comparatively small $1 million in debts owed largely to just three vendors. The January monthly financial disclosure reports them say behind the scenes imbalance that has had a significant impact on the primary contest, one that continues in the days leading up to the critical March 4th primaries in Ohio and Texas. As the Clinton campaign scrambles for cash, Obama appears on track to raise more than $30 million again in February. About $30 million. Just like he did in January. Phil Singer, a Clinton spokesman, downplayed the disparity. Thanks to an enormous outpouring of support, we will raise more money this month than any other so far, he said. We have all the resources we need to compete and win, he said. And, of course, everybody else said, yeah, sure. But the Clinton report paints a picture of a one-time frontrunner under enormous pressure after miscalculating she would wrap up the nomination before February 5th. You know, a lot of those deli places used to have great desserts, too. All those places that are out of business now, like Pumpernick's and Wolfie's and all those joints, they had great yeah. In fact, probably the Rascal House has good desserts, too, but I'll let you figure it out before they close. They probably have uh, Kugel. Yeah, Luxon Kugel, that's not Wouldn't a dessert. Have, yeah. It is not a dessert. It isn't? No, it is not. Huh. Isn't it sweet? Luxion Kugel is a dessert? I don't yeah, know. It's not a dessert. People don't eat Luxion Kugel for dessert. Not, not that I know of. For dessert? Would you eat noodle pie for dessert? If it's sweet, why not? Yeah. Like bread pudding? Bread pudding. You talk about something that is strictly for goyim. You know something? That's a great pull. I don't think we've ever done that. Bread pudding is good. Which of these is right. strictly for goyim? Let's do that. I'm thinking of biscuits. Biscuits yeah. and gravy. I have the perfect choice that's going to win. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But then again, we don't have to put any other choices on the poll, see? <laughs> Jesus? Oh, yes. Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth? I played that yesterday. What a shame. No, I like that poll. Don't you think that's a good idea? I, I, it's a great idea. For Goyim? I use that all the time. Uh, pork and beans? Sure. Lentil soup? Mm-hmm. Bologna and cheese sandwich? 
No, well, that's not for our, that's, you know, Orthodox Jews won't eat that because it's trafe, but right. like uh, anybody else will eat that. Yeah, bologna and shit. What's wrong with bologna? bologna? A lot of Jews yeah. eat bologna, man. Really? And some yeah. are even full of bologna, like Jew Lieberman. Well, so much for bragging about good taste if you eat bologna. Swillery reported a cash balance of $29 million, but more than $20 million, that's my dedicated to the general election. Her personal loan accounts for more than half the remaining, approximately $9 million leaving just about $4 million in cash raised from donors. But even that money is illusionary when measured against the reported $7.6 million in debts. More than $2 million of the red ink is owed to Chief Consultant Advisor Mark Penn. I wonder if he's kin to Sean Penn or Penn and Teller. But the lengthy laundry list of IOUs also includes unpaid bills ranging from insurance coverage, phone banking, printing and catering at events in Iowa, New Hampshire, and California. Clinton's strapped financial situation in late January when she couldn't invest in all of these Super Tuesday states, especially the expensive ground operations required in the caucus states. Well, goody, goody, gumdrop. Too bad. They're trying to send you a message, Hillary. Just like Joey Zaza was going to send Vincent a message. Remember that? Joey Zaza going to send me a message? Oh, yeah. I got a message for Joey Zaza. That movie's not as bad as you. It's worth watching if you've never seen it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll be aghast, and when you look at uh, Mary's nose, every time I see that, I think to myself, boy, nepotism sure works, doesn't it? I mean, sure if does. she wasn't related, if she wasn't Francis Ford Coppola's daughter, the chances of her getting that role in that movie on a scale of minus infinity are not too big. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Friday, you bastards. Once there was a senator who was caught indulging a habit. A bougaron, not much different like a typical neocon faggot. Heads up to Larry, we all thank you for giving writers something. You know that uh, lady cop that uh, her motorcycle went flying? Yeah, what about her? She's dead. Oh, no. A veteran Dallas police officer escorting Senator Swillery Rodham Clinton's entourage to a rally in Oak Cliff this morning lost control of, it says, his motorcycle yeah. and was killed. Uh. On CNN, they said it was a lady cop, and here it says his, and it says the name hasn't been released, so I, I don't know. 
The accident happened on Houston Street Viaduct around line 20 this morning. The Kawasaki 1000 police uh, special motorcycle apparently hit a concrete abutment. You notice how I'm getting choked up about it? Yeah, HD no. Chopper 8 pilot Troy Bush, who flew over the scene shortly after the incident, estimated the officer had been thrown about 20 yards by the impact after apparently hitting a railing. The victim was rushed to nearby Methodist Medical Center. Name of the officer who's been on the Dallas Police Force since 88 wasn't released. I think it was a she. Chief David Kunkel was seen arriving at the hospital shortly thereafter. Senator Clinton didn't mention the accident at a rally, but they just had her on there again uh, expressing her sympathy and loss of life. And and Last year, a police officer was killed by escorting a motorcade for President Bush in Albuquerque, New Mexico. There was a similar fatal crash involving a presidential motorcade in Hawaii in 2006. Wow. Lots of presidential motorcades and a lot of dead cops. How do you like that? I don't. You know what I do like, though? What do you like? Somebody just brought me an arrow bar. I'm going to have it for dessert. Oh, no, I want you to have it now. Really, now? I want to hear you talk about it. If All you right. tell me that this is good, is it the, is it the chocolate one? It's chocolate, Nestle, it's arrow. It's got little, like, it looks like bubbles, like chocolate yeah, bubbles, bubbles on it. Yeah, bubbles, baby. It's got bubbles. Yeah, hot chick brought it by. You have a bubble in your bath. It's nothing a to have a bubble in your candy bar. hot brought it by. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe melt it and like slather mm-hmm. it all over her uh, okay. boobies or something. All right. Well, do it right here on the table. Let's hear you eat it. All right, here we go. Oh, it's got suctions. Okay. Arrow bar with bubbles, man. If mm-hmm. you tell me that that's good chocolate, that that's a good candy bar. It's um, it's very uneventful. Yeah, that, that's right. Delicious, but no taste. Right. I mean, it's not bad. It's just yeah, it um, is. it's just weak. Let me let me say this to you. Of all the other choices you have, mm. of all the 80 zillion, oh, no zillion candy bars, like Score and Heath Bar I wouldn't, and Nestle's and what? I mean, I'm not going to spit it out, but I wouldn't pay money for this. There's way better choices. Right, that's what I'm that saying. Hershey with almonds with the toffee. Mmm. Mm, those little nuggets. To die for. Now, that I'll, one, to I'll die finish fun. this. This isn't going to give me a head rush because it doesn't taste like anything. No, it doesn't taste like candy. It doesn't taste like anything. It just, uh, and the bubbles, I mean, you think that that would like uh, do like a tap dance on your taste buds. You know, no, something on your tongue. The bubbles are the empty spaces. It doesn't do anything on your tongue. Mm-hmm. It just uh, like lies there. No. Like, for example, Necco wafers. You could put like, you know, lay one of those on your tongue and it'll like uh, do something, you know. Yeah, it says on the wrapper. You lay on your tongue and it'll do something. On the wrapper it says, have you felt the bubbles melt? It's like, no, man, I ain't feeling it. I don't Who, who's saying it. that? On the wrapper it says, have you felt the bubbles melt? No, and you won't. I don't. You could sit there and suck on that thing for six weeks and nothing's going to happen. And the candy bar, too. 10.22 on the survey. 1,022 votes. We're only an hour and, uh, wow, half a uh, long ways from post time. Wow. Why is that? I, I don't know. They need to start at at least 11-something for us. <laughs> yeah. Just have a special Call the race. jocks room and tell them they've moved the races mm-hmm. up, okay, for the Neil Rogers show. And we, we want that J. Edgar Hoover deal, too. Yeah, that's right. We want we want uh, right. the races the, fixed. The win-win win deal. Whatever yeah. we bet on, it wins. And if it doesn't happen to win, yeah. we want our money back. That's like gay Edgar Hoover. <laughs> and that's a true story. I know. Money back guarantee. And his boyfriend, Clyde Tolson, they used to go to, uh, I think it was uh, Laurel. I'm not sure. Some track in Washington. And the races were uh, set up, so they say, and that uh, whatever he bet on would win. Yep. And if it didn't win, they'd give him his money back. What a great I'd like a deal like that. Sure. I'd like to go to a Woodbine and have a machine where I could play for a few hours and plunge my guts out. And if I won a jackpot or something good, great. Here's the winnings mm-hmm. and have a good day. And if I lost, they'd give me my money back. Kind of like a free ride. Kind of like mailing it in, you know. Mm-hmm. Who would do 10-23 that? And 23 on Chris's pool with the uh, restaurants. Big boys didn't have any. Still got an apostrophe in there that doesn't belong there, but... Maybe it's not even there anymore, that big boys, because I don't know if there are any other no, ones. No, how do you know it doesn't require an apostrophe? 
Why would there be an apostrophe in Big Boys? Maybe because it's Big Boys Restaurant. Maybe it's possessive. All right, let me Google it. Okay? All right, let's find out. This is important. Well, I asked Eric to remove it, and he hasn't uh, replied yet. So. Oh, it's not. There's no S anyway. It's just Big Boy. I see. So wow, nobody was right. Big Boy Restaurants LLC. It says Big Boy makes you say, "Oh boy." Does it? Yeah. And there's the new crab cake dinner at Big Boy. What else is that? What? Nothing. It's what's going on here, man. What is think, going on there? I didn't think we would have to explain this. What do you mean by that? Wait till the guy leaves. That'll make fun. Keep walking. Keep walking, guy. How complicated is it? It's a free pen. Take it, man. It ain't complicated. Just take it. Okay, he took it. We actually had to explain that it was a pen. What are you talking about? What are you whispering and babbling about? The guy came up to the prize table over here. Some guy. guy, Some guy. And we couldn't convince him that, A, it was a pen. And that he could take a pen. A pen, like to write with. Yeah. What did he think it was? I uh, don't want to know. I don't want to know, considering the shape of it. These are very fat pens, you understand. Yeah. Very fat around the middle. You know, Big Boy froze my computer up. Oh, uh, see? You see how time. that works? Yeah. Okay, and uh, you couldn't convince him it was a pen? I, I don't know what the communication breakdown was all about. Because I'm wearing headphones over here, but uh, yeah, apparently there was this big issue about um, it had to be explained to him. And it, does, it, it really, it does look like a pen. I mean, it's what a, are you talking it's about? It's a fat pen. I'm trying to explain what to you. What did he think it was? I don't know, and I ain't going to ask. So when's that first race start? What the biggest Not soon enough. Best this is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Is the tackiest thing I've ever seen. Fiesta. I'm gonna vote for Obama. Got that Hillary mama. I think that black guy can win in November. Hablo English. Keep me from being deported by next December. Arriba, Arida. Como esta? It is too little, too late. I'm so sick of the Clinton. Barack's a man. Barack's a man. He's got a tan. Spray on him. Vote Obama. No Clinton drama. Vote Obama. Vote Obama. Are you a registered voter? Oh, yeah. It's 11.45. Well, that's exciting news, man. And you wouldn't think it's exciting. I just had a call from Montreal. That's exciting. Yeah, please well, share. Sure. Sleep till ten o'clock this morning. Now that's the kind of school I would like to have gone to. Damn <laughs> Go straight. on a road trip and uh, sleep in till ten, and uh, you know, have a good time. Well, that's good. That's excellent. Anyway, it's eleven forty-five at five sixty. So people have no idea what I'm talking about, and I certainly have no idea what you're talking about with that pen. Yeah. I mean, what about that, Chris? Am I missing something or what? A guy came up there and he could not figure out that it's a pen. Take it. It's free. Get away from it. Right. Oh, you were giving it away? Yeah. We have you never said that. We have the prize table here. I thought I thought that was very clear. We have the prize table teachers. No, it was it was clear as mud because you never said anything about any prize right. table or giving the guy anything. We, you just said he couldn't figure the, out it was a pen. And I thought where's he going right. to stick it? Right. You know. <laughs> Maybe. 
that's the standard deal when we're here. We have T-shirts and tchotchkes and hats and some Best of Neil CDs that are left over. Yeah. Prizes for the people, you know. And we're not even making them do anything special to win them. Just got to come up and ask. And, and it was complicated. I didn't think it was complicated. How old was this guy? About 100? Not even. No excuse. In other words, a living and breathing person? Well, one of those two. He was living, but I don't know if he's breathing. Yeah. So how's things going at golf game, George? Great. The place is filling up. And I'm good. eating. That's good. What are you eating? French fries, chicken fingers, onion rings. Oh, onion rings. I do love onion rings. Now, that would be a good poll question, although it's uh, too specific. You yeah. Know, but um, no, seriously. And don't tell me Burger King. They've got the worst damn onion rings in history. Okay? I don't want to pick on them more than I have to, but they got the worst crappy onion rings ever invented. They're like onion meal rings. Yeah, they're mealy, man. Like the, One thing to be mealy-mouthed is another thing to have, like, mealy onion rings. They're nasty. You know who had great onion rings was, um, well, they're not in business anymore, Wolves. I keep talking about that. Right. That was a place that was open for, like, ten minutes. Uh-huh. Hamburger chain. It was a great chain, W-U-V, Wolves. And they had great burgers and even better, big, battered onion rings. Oh, my God, they were good. And the problem with Wolves is they tried to expand too fast, you know, and branch out, and they uh, went bust. Wolves. Let me uh, Google Wolves while oh, you're well. eating. Mm. Maybe they're still around somewhere. No. Maybe I'll do a road trip. No. Uh-oh. What happened? Wolves Chain Files, Chapter 11. How long ago was that? That's the top New York Times. The Fort Lauderdale-based hamburger chain is found for protection. Blah, blah, blah. Let me uh, Google it. February 20. Oh, look at that. That only a short time ago. This story is from February 22th this year. And what's today? February 22th. It's from today. Really? You know something? You're psychic. This couldn't happen again. You should go to the track and make Charles some Charles got bets. good onion rings, too. That's right. Yeah, they Man. do. Oh, yeah, they do. Mm. Forgot about that. Um... Wolves International, a Fort Lauderdale-based hamburger chain, is filed for protection under Chapter 11 of the Federal Bankruptcy Act, laid off more than half its office staff in the past year. We got ourselves in a hole. We can't get out of it, said Jack Penrod. Remember Penrods? Yeah, I do. Who founded Wolves six years ago. Six years ago? What does that mean? Oh, wait a minute. It had the wrong date on it. It's, at first it said February 22nd, and that's just today's date. Published February, uh, December 22nd, 1981. 81. Jack Penrod, who founded Wolf six years ago, at the time he predicted there would be 500 outlets by this year. Wolf now has 70, with 14 in Detroit. Mr. Penrod estimated that Wolf's lost a million dollars this year on revenues of 5 million to 6 million. It's laid off 30 of its 50 office employees. So 81. They started going under. How do you like that? They had the best burgers and the best onion rings. And like I said, they were bad business people. That's all. It happens. They started to expand too fast. What? It happens. I'll be damned. This is a very exciting day. I think I might lose you some money today with the races. I, I don't know. It's. I brought extra money so that you could lose it. You did? Mm-hmm. How much you got? Well, a lot. You did? A mm-hmm. couple hundred? Sure. George is betting a hundred to win in the first race. <laughs> I can remember once upon a time, and I have no idea where I got the money from back in those days. I was in college. Mm-hmm. Prostitution? No, maybe I wasn't in college. Maybe I was working. I don't know. But it was in the early, it was in the 60s. And it was at Hazel Park in Detroit. And I, I had bet $100 before on horses and won. And I bet 100 to win and 100 to place on a horse. 
called Careless Joe, driven by Joe Marsh, Jr. Wow. Favorite. That's back in the day when I used to bet chalk, you know, 6 to 5, 7 to 5. He was like uh, even money, whatever. So if he won, I would have made about 140 bucks profit. And as they came around the last turn, he went to the outside. He was sitting about second or third. He went to the outside to make his move to take the lead. And he stepped on a stone, which I found out later on why he made And he made a break. You know how harness racing, the horses make a break? Right. They're not supposed they to do that, right? And they, no, they're not supposed to do that, and they lose all chance. And they go hippity-hop, clippity-clop, and that's the end of that. And there went my uh, money. Here comes the bunny, and there went my money. Now, let me ask you something out of curiosity. And the horse that won the race was Will Bell, driven by Frog Redden. Now, that, you know, that, this is like 40-some years ago, and I remember the name of the horse I bet on, the name of the horse that won the race, the drivers. This is an illness, baby. This is sick. Sick! But that's the way it is with horse people. Remember all these things, man. Sure. The biggest bets we made, the biggest bets we cashed. So let me ask you. Yes? Why, why trotting? Why not full-on running, you know? Since why why is the trotters better? My no, 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 no. Why, why do they decide to trot and not let the horses run full out, pulling the little buggy? Because that's the sport. No, I understand, but, what, what, that's but what, the sport. what started that? In other words, who, like, who, uh, who did it occur to? What, like the history of it? I don't yeah, know. It's like, why did somebody say, no, 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 don't run, just trot? It's like saying, invented, who invented uh, going to the toilet? I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's like, why won't they let the horse, you know, let's see who the... Because they're not supposed to. They're, they're, yeah. uh, there's a specific gate. There's trotters or you've got to trot. Right. And there are pacers who have to pace. The pace is the, uh, I'm not going to go into it. It's right. going to put the audience in a coma. Seems see, now you really want to do a racing thing. And I don't want to. You might want to, but I don't want to. No, They're still doing why. this damn a race four from uh, not Al Sheba in uh, Dubai. I'm watching it. You're watching what? Oh, you that can see the same it? Thing. Oh, the race is on. still tugging for more rain as Hazien moves it's a little closer on the outside. You know. They all want to be Trevor Denman. Whip the field in as they travel down the side of the course, 900 meters now, west of the go. The other way. El Paco oh, by more than a length over Engrapido. Two lengths away, EA, three quarters, Hazy M. A length and a half safety investments and neck the Illies, one and a half courageous. Because you do know that in, in Britain they run the other way around. They run clockwise. Right. No, I didn't know, know that. that. I'm just well, now you know that. See how you're learning all the time. George is becoming a real race expert. So if I figure out why they trot instead of run, I'll feel satisfied. They teach them the gate. That's the gate, okay? Yeah, why? It sounds like gay. Well, listen, it's like in swimming. Mm-hmm. Why do they do the backstroke when Good they're question. rushing? Yeah. Well, because that's, that's the specific race, okay? I know. Freestyle, they can do whatever the hell they want, especially with those tight bathing suits. <laughs> it just, you know, if the, if the question is Divers who's fastest. Deeper, baby. Yeah, that's no. what I'm hearing. That's what Greg Lusain has told me. Speaking of that. The elusive G-spot really does exist, say researchers. Oh, I'll do that. Doctors claim to have found the first compelling evidence that the G-spot exists. What? Let's say, can I do this story or not? All right. It's first from the Guardian evidence. UK, eh? First compelling evidence. But say, not all women appear to have one. That's no, what Joyce true. says. Joyce has a P-spot. Just because nobody's found it yet, that doesn't mean they don't have one. Ultrasound scans reveal clear anatomical differences between women who said they experienced vaginal orgasms and a group of women who did not. The scans identified a region of thicker tissue where the G-spot was rumored to be lurking, rumored to be lurking, which was not visible in the women who never had a vaginal orgasm. It's rumored to be lurking. It's like prego spaghetti sauce. It's in there. Mm-hmm. Doctors at the University of L'Aquila in Italy, where the study was conducted, say the findings make it possible for women to have rapid tests to confirm whether or not they have a G-spot. And if they don't, they'll shoot them. Well, what, what is that noise in the background? Are they playing music? They're, they're announcing things. 
That's the announcer saying stuff. It's not Ross Morton. It's Ross Martin. The location, even existence of the G-spot has been hotly contested in medical circles. Rectum. While doctors know that, that female sexual anatomy varies substantially, until now there's been no solid evidence to link those differences Rock solid. to a woman's sexual responses. In other words, they can't figure out who the best actresses are? Please. For the first time, it's possible to determine by a simple, rapid, and inexpensive method if a woman has a G-spot or not, said Dr. Emmanuel Giannini. <laughs> the, well, this was in Italy, man. Dr. Emmanuel Giannini. The G-spot right. is only thought... That's like Panini. Ever had Panini? Vagini. The G-spot is only thought to affect a woman's ability to have vaginal orgasm, so if women do not have one, they can still have a normal orgasm through stimulation of the clitoris, Giannini said. Mm-hmm. That's right. used ultrasound to scan nine women who had experienced vaginal orgasms and 11 women who said they had not. In the first group of women, the tissue between the vagina and the urethra was found to be substantially thicker than in the other women. Giannini, whose study appears in the Journal of Sexual Medicine, said the scan suggests that women without any visible evidence of a G-spot cannot have a vaginal orgasm. The research supports a previous study by the team which reported differences in the chemical makeup of the G-spot tissues. Women who appear to have a G-spot produce specific chemicals, including an enzyme that produces nitric oxide, a substance that triggers male erections. Other researchers welcomed the findings, but said it was unclear whether the team had identified a distinct G-spot structure or an internal part of the clitoris. This may be related to the presence of a controversial G-spot, said Tim Spector, a consultant rheumatologist at St. Thomas Hospital in London. However, many other explanations are possible, such as the actual size of the clitoris, which, although not measured in this study, appears highly variable. All of these things. Right. Elizabeth Lloyd, professor at Indiana University and author of The Case of the Female Orgasm, said scans should now be conducted on a larger group. <laughs> Is that a Sherlock Holmes movie? Yes. Sherlock Holmes and the case. Of the no, Sherlock Holmes was busy with Dr. Watson. I understand that, and the needle. There's been controversy over which parts of the female anatomy might be the G-spot and what the role, and, uh, what the role of it might be, she said. <laughs> Lloyd said only 20 to 25 percent of women had vaginal orgasms during sex. 20 to 25 percent. Really? They're with the wrong guys. A lot of them are uh, good actresses. It never has been explained why that's the case. It's a mystery, Lloyd said. This paper doesn't totally explain it, but it might do it partially, and that could help us understand what those numbers are about. Amateurs. In other words, just lay there, shut up, and enjoy it, and pretend to. Whatever. Right. Let me do my thing. Or you, you, you don't have to pretend. You know, you can be with somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah, well, you can be. Not yeah. everybody is, though. And not everybody wants to be. That ain't some my fault. Don't want That's it. their fault. Some guys don't want to. Well, some guys don't care. They're selfish. I know. All they want to do is uh, do their own thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know That's what that it. means, right? That's the thing. That's right. Chazers. Speaking of dessert. I don't know. This poll is okay. we got 1,041 votes. Chris is shooting okay. for 100 a day. Easy, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Don't call me 9 o'clock in the morning again. Don't call me at 9 o'clock. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one that said that, so don't be funny. Like that. It was very funny. I've had no, you know something? I've had yesterday and today, two, and it's just coming up on noon now, two of the best days I've had in years. Excellent. Years. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, you know what I'm saying? Abstinence. Let's, let, abstinence makes the heart Well, I've had a lot of that. Yeah, it's not fonder, trust me. No. I ponder whether makes something grow sound longer. Like an announcer in the back. It sounds like music. It's an announcer. Unless me, oh, yeah, oh be it's chewing. a track announcer. It's somebody yeah. calling a race. You got all that simulcasting crap going on. Right on. 
Well, what is it? Those replays from yesterday from Gulfstream? Is that's that it? Yes, that's uh, exactly That's right. exactly what it is. See, how do you like that, Mr. Smarty Pants? Are you psychic or what? Oh, 18 minutes Not till here. the fifth race at Dubai. Do you have any idea how depressed I was when that mistake was on the New York Times and first it had today's date on that story and then it corrected itself? And I thought to myself, all these years I've missed out on love. It could be something big on your hands right now. This is Dick Cheney. I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. <laughs> hey, hey. Yes. And stop all of that whining From all the crazy Julio's Go back to Cuba with your papa Where you can play in the mud You fairy We'll pack your beans and enchiladas Just go away, we're all fed up Alien Gonzalez Why don't you go home? Go home and leave us all alone. Hey, you're easy. I don't want to go back. I like shopping for free toys better. You've got your Pokemon t-shirt. And your Mickey Mouse here. You've had your fun. Now start packing. So they can get you out of here. It's at the point where we can't stand it. Everybody's had enough of all the Julio's and crackers. Who put the gun in Florida? Hey, 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 the young Gonzales. Why don't you go home? Hey, the young Gonzales. Go home and leave us all alone. look. They're giving away free SNH green cards. Can I have one? Oh, yeah, let's bring Ellie on back. The community didn't get all whipped up about Fidel resigning, so let's bring Ellie on back. Now another big sentence about that. And maybe we can reopen Loves and get Ellie on some really good onion rings before it goes back to Cuba again. Well, there's Rory. And among the what? They're not here right now. Who's not? George. George is not here right now? Yeah, correct. The uh, well, ISDN well, dropped or something, so they're trying to reconnect right now. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Wow. Before the races start in an hour and ten minutes, my, we've only got like 70 minutes to get uh, that thing hooked back up again. So, anyway, like I said, they're showing on CNN some of the clips from the debate last night. And Richard, who taught me so much. Yeah, and, and when I look at it, I look at Obama, and he sits there, and he looks very cool and very confident and very, uh, you know, very uh, scholarly. And I look at her, and I think... You bitch. You slut. You whore. That's what I think of. I just, I don't like her. You know, forgetting about any of the substance, forget about the verbiage, you know what I mean? I just don't like her. Mm -hmm. She's not likable. I noticed He's likable. She's not. I guess they're doing, like, the introductions. And she's just standing, like, all, you know, peacock and everything, and he's, like, writing stuff down. Yeah, she, am I right? She's puffed up like a bufo toad. Uh, Yeah. She sits there like, like she's, uh, somebody has got, like, they've got a, um, thing under her boobies, you know? Like, like they're blowing air under her boobies. 
Thankfully, my TV is not that well, so I can't see that. Oh, okay. We got 1,051 votes on your uh, dessert poll. All right. Well, that would be a good one. What's your favorite dessert? Banana split, milkshake, bananas foster. Mmm. Strawberry pie, pumpkin pie. Chocolate I'm not cake. that crazy about pumpkin pie. Chocolate cake. Really? Oh, I love chocolate cake. What are we going to do about this George business? Ah, he probably just decided to walk away and said, forget it. So and then how did you, where did you come up with that story about how the line went down or something? No, he sent me a text message that said, we are down, we're trying to fix it. And what if they don't fix it? Then I guess he gets the rest of the day off. And then what do we do about the races, okay? I mean, what, what's the point of going to the whole thing with the Gulfstream and the races uh, if, if George, if we can't talk to him? You know what I'm saying? You know what that does? It screws up all my arrangements. That's right. Screws up all my arrangements. It's what? I'm sure they'll get it back up. Okay, yeah. I have a line for that, but I better not use it. Uh-huh. The nation's top federal election official told Senator John McCain yesterday that he cannot immediately withdraw from the presidential public financing system as he had requested, a decision that threatens to dramatically restrict his spending until the general election campaign begins in the fall, y'all. The prospect of being financially... By the way, that story sure didn't have a lot of legs, you know, that New York Times story, at least not yet, about him philandering and the special interest and about uh, getting her all those deals, etc. Let's make a deal, honey. I think they're back. We're back, man. Oh, there you go. George Ooh. is back. And he's eating. They didn't have, the line didn't drop out. He's eating again. Both of those things happened. Yeah, well, what are you eating now? Chicken fingers. Now, who's bringing me the food? Steve? Physically, Steve, yes, but the, the, um, the track people. You the know. track people are feeding you. They, you they, are they such a causer, man. You know it. Everywhere you go, you've got to be fed. And, of course, with the money they're paying you in the station, you, that, it's important. This is all it's part of the value. You can't afford to pass up any free meals. In this that's business. for damn you know sure. That's called Keep George Alive. And you never know when your last one is going to be. That's for sure. That's what I'm thinking. The prospect of being financially hamstrung by the very fundraising system he helped create is the latest in a series of bitter challenges for the presumed GOP nominee, who still faces a fractured conservative coalition as he assumes the mantle of party leadership. Yesterday, McCain blasted the New York Times for an article that alleged that he had an inappropriate romantic relationship with a female lobbyist eight years ago, with his wife Cindy, pasty face, standing next to him at a... Boy, they're a good match, although what is she, about 80 years younger than him? I have no problem with that, though. More power to him. Right on. With his wife Cindy standing next to him at a Toledo campaign stop, he called the report untwoo and assailed the newspaper saying it was waging a schmear campaign against him. It's the old smear and schmear, baby. Who gets three hours of sleep a night uh, because she has to work the night shift even if she's going to school full time and still can't afford to provide the health care. Well, he, he just he sits there very calmly and very reasonably and very right. relaxed and very assuring and knows what he's talking about. And she sits there like, yeah, yeah. You stole some lines. Yeah. Look, look at her. Puffed up. Like, am I right? Puffed up like a bufo toad. They're definitely pumping air under her boobies. Is that air? McCain's aides went on the offensive blaming the, blaming the Times. Obviously, we were very angry, said senior advisor Steve Schmidt, which I think he's full of, speaking to reporters as McCain flew to Michigan from Ohio. When we read the story, my initial reaction was that this is what's something you would see in the National Enquirer, not in the New York Times. Cindy McCain told reporters that she trusts her husband, saying he would never do anything to disappoint our family or the American people. He's a man of great character, she said. That was just before he said, bomb, 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 Canada. 
John McCain disputed almost every part of the Times article, saying he didn't have a romantic affair with lobbyist Vicki Eisman, that he'd never done any inappropriate favors for her or other lobbyists. He denied that part of the story. Also reported in the Washington Post that his staffers had confronted him about his ties to Eisman. McCain said that if staffers had had such concerns, they didn't communicate them to me. He noted that as many as 150 people worked on the staff at the time and said he had no idea who could have spoken to the newspapers. But when he finds out, man, look out. Bomb, 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 bomb their house. That's right. Bomb, bomb their ass. But I think we both recognize that these problems have to be dealt with. That's for damn sure. One of those former staffers, John Weaver, was quoted on the record in both papers saying he had a confrontation with Eisman about her claims of closeness to McCain. McCain said he didn't know the conversation until he read about it. He read about it in the funny papers, you know? He reads the funny papers? Yeah, they're funny. Remember that scene? Sure. <laughs> Marlon was drinking more wine then. He drinks more. He liked his wine better. It's good for you, Pop. It's good for you. Have another pop, Pop. <laughs> and that's what Salazzo said, too. How about a few more pops? We hit him five times, and he's still alive. He, he was good, too, Virgil Salazzo. Oh, yeah. Was that actor? He's, I'm sure he's dead. I don't know. I can't Google nothing. No, that's right. You got no computer. But he is dead. I got your 360. What? I got Carlos the film buff over here. He knows the dead or alive of everybody. Does he really? Well, the guy that played Salazzo with the, with the uh, teeth, with the right, uh, with the hit. jaw there, yeah, yeah, yeah. the teeth and the jaw. Let me worry about Luca. <laughs> oh yeah, like this. But even Sonny won't be able to call up Luca Brasi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me worry about Luca. <laughs> yeah. Let me worry about Luca. I like when Luca's eyes started bulging oh, out. Oh, guy, time. his tongue comes out. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Brandon, who's the godfather expert of all time, said he's dead. Salazzo. And so is McCluskey, by the way. Sure. Sterling Hayden. He was a great actor. He was Sterling good. Hayden. He was a very good actor. He, uh, he was a uh, character actor, a real character. First a thousand punks. He's clean. You know, it's, it's like a disease, like an illness. I love this spot, by the way. Too bad I didn't know my credit was whack, because now I'm driving off a lot in a used subcompact F-R-E-E. That spells free. Creditreport.com, baby. Saw their ads on my TV. Thought about going, but was too lazy. Now we got 1055 in the pool. We're mainly going to end today, okay, because George is at Gulfstream. We're waiting until the race is starting That's in right. three minutes. This is just foreplay. Yeah, we're just before a little the, uh, before the horse horsey play. foreplay. Horsey, yeah. I don't think horses do any foreplay. Don't you? You ever no. watch? No, I don't want to watch. I, I did, uh, now that you mentioned that, I watched the horse get gelded at uh, Hazel Park one That's time. That's not the on same my... thing. Uh, Would you listen to me? I know it's not the same thing. <laughs> Believe me, trust me. I think I they do, too. What they do is they give them a shot, and they fall down on the ground, you know, it just knocks them out. A shot? A shot with a needle, you know, like one. Oh, I thought it was like a shot glass. Not that kind. Oh. And they fall down, and uh-huh. uh, they, they're they're like totally out, you know. And they take a sharp, like a razor, man, and they slice off their balls. Man. And then he said, and then the vet said, hey, it's time for lunch. I don't know what he meant by that. <laughs> Only three minutes till racing at the Meadows. Maybe Roger Houston's working today. The uh, stentorious Roger Houston. What's your biggest name? The best talent. He died in 1975, shortly after the Godfather. They play with each other naked in the street. I've been standing in line for the past 147 days. I live with my mom. Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith. It's really awesome. And there's Darth Vader. C-3PO is in it, as well as R2-D2. There's going to be like Sabres. And even Alec Guinness, who's been dead for many, many years. 
And there's other special effects. Oh, yeah. George Lucas is going to make $942 trillion and 27 cents. And the guy who is in line ahead of me... Well, look at this. Here, here's the Meadows. There's Roger Houston. The boys. The outside. In between horses, three for luck. Up on the outside, can you stand Oh, man, he just uh, turns my stomach inside out. Anyway, how's George doing over there at Gulfstream? Are you still feeling food? Uh, I'm done with the food, and now I'm starting on the beer. The beer. The beer, you know. And what are they playing there? Can I, are you watching the Meadows? Is one of the screens got the simulcast from the Meadows, the harness racing? It says Fairgrounds? No, the Meadows. No. I'm looking. Hey, Steve, where's the Meadows? No. He you should be able no. to tell because uh, Dave Pallone is in the red and white on the lead there with the five horses. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tampa Bay down. Great Dave Pallone. Got Dubai. You don't have the Meadows? No, no, sir. Well, what kind of communist bunch uh, of is that? It's a plot, I'm sure. Dave Pallone, who's uh, over veterinary race, but wins a ton of man. He's good. He's great. Great day, Paul. Right there, second. Three for Lock Rainbow Mike Wilder, third. Fourth is bottom dealer in Dick Stillings. Tipping it. I was just getting you all whipped up and excited for an hour from now when that first race goes off at Gulfstream. <laughs> when you go to bet 50 to win yeah. and 50 to place on, on about an 8 to 1 shot. And okay. Come in about 10. Down the back side. Three in, three out. Half and 57 and 1. 29 and 2. Second quarter. Can you stand it with the lead? Three for Lock on the outside. Easy feeling third, fourth is bottom dealer, fifth is get rich or die trying in Walmarty trails, three quarters, one twenty-five and well, three, sure twenty-eight and two, that side, a little more than an eight to go, Camus Standard opens up by a length and a half, easy feeling is second, comes to the outside, up the inside, get rich or die trying. Coming to the wire. Cam, you stand it. Get ready. Bye bye, Dave. Or die You're trying. Beat. Easy feeling on the outside. So I guess we do have that. We have what? Meadows? You saw Meadows. it? It, just, it doesn't say Meadows. It just says Fairground. What did it say on the screen? Did you just watch that race? Yeah. Mike Wilder won with a four horse, by the way, and Dave Pallone's horse puked his guts out, gasping for oxygen there, like I said, overbet. It was one of Hillary's last chances to knock rival Barack Obama, seemingly on a path to the Democratic nomination, of course. But throughout the CNN Univision debate in Austin, Texas last night, the New York senator struck a cautious and at times conciliatory tone toward Obama and likely did little to blunt the momentum of a candidate who won 11 straight contests. He still got the big mole, baby. That's right. I wonder who Mo is supporting. That's a good question. Absolutely. Where, where's that? Was that from Dubai? What, what are you uh, watching there? Uh, it's Dubai is the race in progress right now. I think the one that they're calling. No, it's all over. Tampa Bay Donzo, there's the real screamer, that announcer. And Rosemary Halmeister Jr. is uh, is uh, riding one of these horses in this race. Who? Or no, in the seventh race. But uh, Rosemary Halmeister Jr., she's a jockey. And when I saw that up there, when I saw the jockey change his seat in the seventh race, when I saw that, I thought to myself, that's the first time I believe I've ever seen a female junior. You know what I mean? And why is that? Isn't that a good question? That why is. are guys junior and women are never junior? It sounds like a masculine word, junior. Isn't it? Doesn't it? It does? Like Riley it was. Grab my junior, honey. He was real masculine. He was uh -huh. real pretty, but real masculine. Junior. Wesley Morgan. I wonder We're, if he's dead. I've heard of women uh, naming their kids after themselves, but they're not called juniors. I've never well, heard that before. Mean? Mary Mary? Yeah. Or Barry Barry? Or Elizabeth. Betty. And, and that's another good question. 
What the hell does Elizabeth have to do with Betty? Beth. Elizabeth. Betty. Wow. All my life, all these 400 years I've been alive, and I, up till this moment. Elizabeth is one of those words you can make a lot of nicknames out of. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. Beth. Betty. Beth. I Betty. See. What a, what a stretch, what a reach. It wasn't quite the love fest of the CNN debate in L.A. three weeks ago, but Clinton repeatedly shied away from challenging her rival, even when the debate's moderators gave her ample opportunities to do so. Obama emerged relatively unscathed as a result. It was by all measures a victory for the Illinois senator, given the clear front-runner status he now holds. He's whooping her ass, baby. He's kicking her sideways to next Thursday. But it was by no means a poor performance for Clinton, and she successfully did draw some contrast with Obama on his health care stance, an issue in which he holds the upper hand. Plus, Clinton uh, clearly ended on a strong note, eloquently responding to the question about a time she'd been tested with a reference to her past that drew laughter and a pointed answer about how her problems pale in comparison to those of average voters. I'm surprised they didn't ask her about John McCain and about, uh, you know, presidents who would cheat on their wives. That would have been an excellent question, wouldn't it? Don't they all? It was her Casablanca moment that says, reminiscent of the legendary movie's final moment when the protagonist declared, it doesn't take much to see that the problems of the little people don't amount to a hell of beans in this crazy world. Or the problems of three little people. Clinton also ended her answer with the most conciliatory tone toward Obama to date, and her response seemed to signal for the first time she felt she might not win her party's nomination. She said, you know, no matter what happens in this contest, I'm honored. I'm honored to be here with Barack Obama. I'm absolutely honored. How do you like that? And he said, get off the stage, bitch. Get lost. You're done. You're out. Yeah, this is your night, bitch. <laughs> Six minutes to post time for Tampa Bay Downs for the first race. This is the, this is the announcer that screams and pukes and yells and carries on at Tampa. Now, you can just imagine the kind of class of horse racing they have in Tampa. I don't know anything about the horse racing. I know about the well, class of character. It's, like, it's not like the big leagues, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, no. there's like finger leagues. Ross Morton, by the way, is still dead. Who? The legendary Finger Lakes track announcer. See, when you've been an announcer, for, a track announcer for like 25 years, mm-hmm. or when you've done anything for 25 years, right. and you're still working in Farmington, New York, which is a suburb of a city of 10,000 people, that has a lot. That says a lot about your talents. I know it does. One ten sixty six. You know something? Before you know it, it'll be May. We'll be talking to Dave Johnson again. Even though he's in retirement, he'll still speak to us. Mm-hmm. He'll always speak to us, even when I'm not working anymore. That's right. I just come in here on the fifth of May or whatever Derby Day right. is, and I'll pot it up, and you'll put him on the phone. And, hey, Dave, how That's you doing? That's right. He speaks to us, and he'll say, "Retire." <laughs> and I'll say, "I can't afford to." You know, I got a lot of people on the line now. I got like a like in a cafeteria. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good name for my book, Neil's Cafeteria. I got all these people online. It's like Morrison's. Now, did you ever eat at Morrison's? Once. And I'm going to be honest with you. It was, I mean, you know, it wasn't like Duff's where you could gum all the food. It was pretty it was, good. It was adequate. I you ordered the right thing. Go so. back. We had a sandwich, you know, corned beef, something like that. You had a sandwich at Wolf at uh, Morrison's. Morrison's, sure. And what happened? All our customers died out or something. What I happened? Have no idea. There's no there's no Mo Morrison's. I know that. I'm pretty no sure. No Mo Morrison's. And what's the new buffet place? I don't know, but I'm a sizzler. Pick what happened to uh, Sadie's Buffet? Remember Sadie's used to be in the Pizza Loft Plaza there in Davie? I never went there, so I don't know. You're not you're not even close Sadie's. to being old enough to go to Sadie's. I had no idea. Hello, Sadie. What's on the menu, Sadie? Sorry, I missed it. Oh, my God. No, you're not. You're right. I had a Morrison several times. It was okay. As I recall, I could be wrong, but I think they had really good macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah, well. Now, you'll be proud of me because last night at Woodbine, I went upstairs to the uh, track level to where they had the cafeteria. 
and I could have had that macaroni and cheese, which they have some of the best I've ever had in my life. I mean, and what they do is they have like a big pan of it, and right. they cut a big square chunk. Cut? Yeah. That doesn't yeah, sound so like good. It. It's supposed to be creamy. No. Yeah. No, it's not. It's like supposed Boston to be a little market. crispy. It's supposed to be no, creamy. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. Cheese? That's oh. not the good macaroni and cheese. Oh, the best no. macaroni and cheese is like almost like a lasagna kind of nah. texture. Oh, yeah. Boston Market, it's, it's thick and creamy, and they little oh, it on the there. And oh, in yeah. Hallandale, there's a home buffet mm. for all the old Jews, says <laughs> Brandon. That's what he says. Well, there's got to be, although most of the old Jews have moved to Boca. Well, you look at the changing demographic in the years that I've been on the air. By, by the way, do you realize... And I bet you they got a gigantic party plan too. What's what day is March first? Uh, because this is twenty nine. I don't know. Chris has the calendar. Saturday. Saturday. Oh, so on the next Friday we're going to have to have my thirty second anniversary show. All right. Not exciting. Don't you realize that March one? Mm-hmm. Thirty two years. You going to come down for that? We'll have a party. Some strippers. No. Good. How about some macaroni and cheese? The good thing. How about some onion and some walnuts? Best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Racing second item match now settles into stride third. Two lengths clear of capture the beauty now fourth. Then it's a gap of three. Along the rail, speed dance. Up on the outside is the odds-on favorite. Now you watching this race at Tampa Bay Downs? Off the pace. See, he's not even there. I wonder where he went. He's gone. What? No, 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 you're still... no, you're not. See, you thought I faked you out, man. I caught you with your no, uh, I had my, uh, my microphone with your chicken finger down, down because otherwise you're Now to be second. Like that up by the back. Speed the dance. Look at this. You got a now on the one shot. Capture the beauty. And Tampa from the outside, down. Kyla's treasure maniac is now being shaken up for run. And on the move with three furlongs to run. Midnight sees still in front but now shortening stride. Puking. Speed dance going after the leader second. Cashmere dancer is third. Item match along the rail for it. Are you watching it? Kyla Treasure on the outside right and Frederico Mata now sets her down for the drive as they turn into the stretch. Three sixteenths of a mile to run. Up on the far outside, Kyla's Treasure and Midnight Seas is now dropping out of it with a furlong still to run. Speed dance, Kyla's Treasure, Midnight Seas and along the rail is Capture the Beauty. But down to the wire, it's Speed Dance. Holding on. It's Friday, you bastard. Here's my story, sad but true. Oi! About a girl called Syphilis Sue. Had a bug and ran it around. Gave it to every guy in town. Yeah. Keep away from that girl 
It's creative. Come on, son. Start pumping out some. Forget about those tens and twenties. Pump out some thousands, baby. It's going to take a lot of them deals to pay for that stadium. I bet you Chris is going to go to some ball games in the new stadium. Uh, who knows? Well, what does that mean? If he gets free tickets. I get free tickets. No. Oh. Well, that's 2011. You think you're still going to be doing this job in 2011? We shall see. <laughs> that's a good idea. Good thing. Leave the door open. Never close any doors, baby. Leave the door open. And then let them kick you in the ass on the way out. That's what they eventually do. <laughs> 1,076 votes on the pool. Big boy finally got one. Oh, my God. And you know something it's only because of? Now, the food is really good. At least it was 100 years ago. I don't know about now. Maybe stale. But the strawberry pie, you couldn't beat it with your stick. Mm. You ever have that at a big boy? I don't know. I can't remember ever going to a big boy. If I did, it uh, was when I was very little. Mm. Hey, big boy. And maybe in another state. Yeah. I bet you say that a lot. What do you mean in another? No, I do not say that. But they have them in other states. I don't remember ever seeing one down here, much less going to one down here. I'm telling you, there's one on Davy Road Extension if you'll just listen to me, but you won't. What? You know Davy Road Extension where it meets 595? Right. And there's a Hess gas station with the Godfathers in it. Remember okay, we went through that right, whole business sure. when they started bringing back Godfathers in the mm-hmm. Hess gas station? And you eat some of it and you get a lot of gas? Yes. And right kitty corner next to that on that same side on the... Um, now, which way does that go, Davy Road Extension? Is that east and west? No, it's north and south. Correct. And then it goes diagonal for a while. And on the north ass end of it, right by 595, is where you'll find Big Boys. At least it was there. There used to be Shoney's Big Boy and Lyons Big Boy and Shona. And, man, the best strawberry. I don't know about their punky, but they have the best strawberry pie. Biggest names. Not to make you down. This is Neil What? Give it a try. sports leader. Hey, you bastard. All right. When I'm on the campaign trail, it's my job to talk smack. I tell some wild stories to cut down Barack. And I won't let up until Hillary's won. So I'll hammer away. Cause I'm Bad Bill Clinton. Bad Bill Clinton. Bad Bill Clinton. Bad Bill. Bad. Bad Bill Clinton. And when I make a speech, people's eyes open wide. And Obama shrieks, cause he thinks that I've lied. Then I'll mess with me, baby. Slinging mud is such fun. So go vote for my lady, cause I'm Bad Bill Clinton. Bad Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bad Bill Clinton. Prop 46 at 560 WQM. We're getting a lot of tension building in the air now. Oh, yeah, I can smell it. It's so thick. Or maybe somebody cut one there at Gulfstream. All of the above. Oh, my God. Anyway, let me take a look now. That that rambling that's going on, that simulcasting has just never stopped. Look at that. No, Here's it doesn't. That's a place in uh, Dubai, right. the Meadows, right. Tampa Bay, and Gulfstream. And look at that. 29 minutes to post time in the first race. The five is scratched. See, it's helpful for me to see that. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to handicap a race, if you're going right. to try to help you lose some money, i got to know who's uh, actually Red humor. If you're not in it, it's kind of hard to win it. You know what I mean? Right on. So the five is out. Now, was that the horse you like? No, good jockey, no. Georgie Chavez, but Red Humor. 
was uh, 12 to 1 in the morning line, an outsider, no, no contender. No, I liked uh, Bella Bella. Bella Lugosi? Yes. What do you mean you went to Bella Bella? No, 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 I like that. That's just, you know, just picking names. Oh. And Bella Bella is uh, 9 to, no, yeah, 9 to 2? How the hell is that possible? I don't know. I don't know what they I'm doing. They the odds on there already. Look at that. There's already a money in the pool. Well, who's getting the early money? The two. Look at that. George is onto something here with Edgar Prado, great jockey. And who's the trainer? The trainer is Larry Pilotti. Never heard of him. Love his exercises. I like the sixth, B.D. Beachy with uh, John Velasquez. A bar Coas on the eight. What's the eight horse? Is eight... And the nine is taking some money. Well, he's three to one in the morning lines. Two to one. Luan Z with Eduardo Nunez. So you should you should go get some tips because you speak all these jockeys' language. What should, like, where do I go to get those tips? Hang around where the jockeys hang out, like at the stables? Go in the jocks' room, no. man. I'm also, I'm also about their height. I could wear a jockey's outfit and infiltrate. That's right. You go in there and like get some good inside information. And maybe take a few showers with the guys. I would say. Now, let's see. E.T. Baird, he uh, speaks English. Edgar Prado, Cornelio Velasquez, Elvis Trujillo, John Velasquez, Josue Arce. Arce, I don't know what that is. J-O-S-U-E, how do you say that? Josue? Oh, sure. Stay out of his way. Ibar Coa. He used to be Ibar. Now he's Abar Coa. Eduardo Nunez, Manuel Cruz, and Raimundo, uh, Raimundo Fuentes. So almost every, like one or two jockeys in there aren't Hispanic, and the others all are. I'm going to go in there and say, Can va Arganar. You think he'll tell oh, me? Oh, Steve Shapiro dyed his hair. That's the spy report I just got on my monitor there. Steve Shapiro dyed his hair. Who? He said, I'm dying over here. Steve Shapiro, Shappy, the sports guy there on Channel Oh, 11. yeah, like I know. Shappy. You know who he is, uh, Chris? Shappy? Yep. Not a one. Steve Shapiro, real. Not much of anything. I don't want to say it. Putz. Oh. It's not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? Yay. No. No, no, get out of here. Is, do you think the whole world is... Yay. Just no, I don't. On, on you the do. Air, radio and TV? No, I do not. Have no, I do not. And I don't care. See, I don't care. All right. Hillary Clinton, here's quite a story, whose campaign has spent the past several days pointing to instances of borrowed language in the speeches of rival Barack Obama, is being accused of lifting words from one very familiar politician, her own husband, former President Bill Clinton. Uh-huh. During last night's CNN Democratic debate, Clinton looked to highlight occasions when lines used by Obama have resembled those used delivered by his friend and advisor, Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick. Clinton's closing answer, which brought the audience to its feet, highlighted her personal struggles and the difficulties facing ordinary Americans. You know, the hits I've taken in life are nothing compared to what goes on every single day in the lives of people across our country, she said. Shortly after she delivered her closing remark, a reader of Joshua Micah Marshall's Talking Points Memo website noted that the line seemed to bear resemblance to what her husband was quoted as delivering during his 92 campaign. 25 minutes to post time, by the way. The hits that I took in this election are nothing compared to the hits the people of this state and this country have been taking for a long time. Her husband was quoted as saying an article by Anna Quinlan in the New York Times November of that year. Last night, Hillary also said, you know, whatever happens, we're going to be fine. You know, we have strong support from our families and our friends. I just hope we'll be able to say the same thing about the American people, and that's what this election should be about. The Obama campaign immediately began circulating a similar comment delivered by former presidential candidate John Edwards. What's not at stake are any of us. All of us are going to be just fine no matter what happens in this election. What's at stake is whether America is going to be fine, Edward said during a December debate in Iowa. And not only that, but I think Obama said the and 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 yes and no. Yeah. He's ripping off the dictionary. Shut the crap already. This, this is the problem, man, with uh, American, with, with the whole 
juvenile uh, mentality of most Americans. And, uh, well, what else has she got? Campaign. What else she has she got? Exactly. She's got that puffed up uh, chest. They got that bicycle right. pumped up. Got to kick dirt up in the air. Oh, not not gay, but gray. Gay. Steve Shapiro said he dyed his hair gray. You dye your hair gray? Shappy. Shap, shap up, Shappy. That's what he said. Look at that. The nine's taking some serious money, nine to five. What was he in the morning line? Three to one. Well, he was the favorite in the morning line, but he's uh, getting he's getting a uh, wallop. But the two there took some early money. Bella, Bella. Now, how did you pick that? No, Bella Lugosi. Oh, seriously, how did you pick that? It's my daughter's name. It is? Yeah. Well, how, do, how would I know You know that? the unwanted one? I am the wanted one. The hunt, did he say the, wanted, the hunted one? The hunted one. I am the hunted, hunted one. one. I'm the hunted one. That was Salazzo again. He's dead. Oh, wait, no. The hair was gray, and now it's brown. Well, maybe he got some Reagan shoe polish left over. Maybe they found it. Well, you can go with Bella Bella. He's five to one. I think I will. You got a, a ten-horse field here, so you know, maybe you want to bet him across the board. Like, now, what, 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 does, what does that mean instead of just uh, following instructions this time? Like, win, place, show, is that what that means? Yes. Wow. You're catching on. I learned something. Wow, now you're almost old enough to go to the track oh, regular. I got the white now, hair. As you look around there, now, there, I don't hear any slots going off. I don't hear any bells. They're off. There. No, those people at the slots, they're just, they're like, on. there's a partition. You scared me when you said they're off. <laughs> no. You did. I they're off at a distance, the slots. Oh. Um, but then they're, like, on the other side of a partition. So they're there. They're people, uh, you know. Closing their guts out. You hear any yeah. bells ringing? I'm sure that there's probably way more activity going on on the second floor in the main uh, casino. The people that really bug me are people that, like, maybe hit, you know, 500 on You don't hear that? You don't hear the little portions. bling? No, I can't hear that. Okay. You hear the sirens going on here like crazy? No. No, there aren't any, which is unusual. So, oh, look at that. The two's taking more money again, nine to two. The two is definitely taking money. The two is alive, as they say, as opposed to dead as a doornail. So I think you made a good pick. Good jockey, Edgar Prado. All right. So I think, uh, and of course, we don't want to go with the chalk. We could bet the Daily Double. You could, like, um, how do you want to do this? I don't know what there is well, to do. I don't do. have any idea how much you want to bet. There's Whatever. There's minutes to freaking post time, man. How I got it. How many in the second I race? I brought a bankroll. There's 11 horses in the second race. You could bet a dollar double wheel, 11 bucks, to all. Okay, write this down, Steve. Is Steve there? Is yeah, he man. Is he approving of this or not? He's, he's nodding his head up and down. He's yeah. deferring to your expertise. Uh, uh, what expertise? I don't have any information. Well, he, all I got is he a list of names. He doesn't claim so. to know anything either. He knows how to do it, but he's, uh, he doesn't claim I'm to be a good if I had the race handy crapper. I might not pick a good winner. I might. But it's worked out. Now, isn't this the second time we did this? And both times. Third. I think I've got three winners in four races. This is the third time. And one time. lost got left in the gate. Right. What? This is our third time. That's what I said. We had two previous times. Right. That's what I just got through. All right. Don't pay any attention to George. He's surly because right. he's got no drugs there. <laughs> I don't. Now, like I said, he's got his little sack, I'm sure. His stash in his sack. 1087 on Chris's pool, by the way, which we are paying. I think a good bet would be five bucks across on the two, which if he comes in second, you'll make a couple of bucks. Okay. And if he wins, then you got your double going in the second race, so you don't have to bet. Beautiful. So that's 11 and 15 is 26 bucks. Can you handle it? If you, you know don't want to bet that much. I got right? it. I got it. What do you mean you got it? I got it. Well, I don't want you to throw money away on an unknown quantity, uh, commodity here. Whatever. An unknown a hoss of a different feather. we still got 21 minutes to go. You're going to send him to bet? Yeah. Now, you know what we're betting? No, but he does. You know what we're betting? We're he does. He's listening. He's got the headphones on. Okay. He's writing two all this all, down. Two all for a dollar and five across on the two in the first race. All right. So, 26 bucks. Well, I sure hope that Edgar Prado knows that George bet on the two horse, Bella Bella. 
That's your daughter's name? It's a nickname. Isabella. Close. Belly Dancer. You got it. What was the name? Arabella. Arabella? Yeah. Arabella? She's an Arab? That's right. That's the joke you made the first time. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm sure it was just as fun the first time as it is now. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not listening to the show. She's a little girl in school for Christ. Right, no, just everybody else does. Just like my little boys in a uh, right. road trip. <laughs> oh, my God. I, you know something? If, if you ever would have predicted this, I would have said, you know, you're a crazy person. You're a crazy and person. And you keep trying to tell me, oh, you'd have made a great parent. You're really good at having and having a nervous breakdown. I'm telling breakdown. you. That's all part of it. Just because you have a nervous breakdown, that's it. See, it's the well, ones that don't care, breakdown. that don't have nervous breakdowns. Those are the I bad care parents. In my very see, best. Ba- a five good to parent one, cares. back up to five to one. Now you do realize that you're going to make a few bucks if this uh, baby comes in, and if maybe one of the long shots comes in the second race, you could have a nice double there. I'm gonna hold my breath. Yeah, hope that your favorite doesn't fall down, but like stumbles out of the gate and comes out about twenty lengths behind, and mm-hmm. then like the longest shot on the board wins the second race. I don't know how many horses are in the second race because there's supposed to be eleven, I believe. But if there's yes. a scratch, I don't know about it. Are there eleven? There how are. You know that. I'm looking at the form. You're looking at the form, but that doesn't tell you whether any of them are scratched. It does not yet, no, and it's not up there anywhere. So you don't start giving me instructions just just because hey. you cashed a couple of tickets with my assistance. That's don't right. Start playing, hey, Mister Hotshot. I claim to know nothing. I've lost a lot of lot of races in my life. Believe Have me, you? I've thrown a lot of tickets on the ground. I wonder how Julio Pizzua is doing. I wonder Who? if he's still alive. Julio Pizzua. He was one of our favorite jockeys at Calder back in the day. Mike Gonzalez, Julio Pazua, Jose Velez Jr., who's riding in Tampa now. Wow. That's scary. Now, what are we showing? Are we showing, uh, oh, two minutes to post time at Tampa? We're not going to catch the call of that screamer. Yeah. Unless we hurry up. Biggest names. Okay. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. One to two hours. Still the worst football team. Absolutely. The way they played this season made everybody scream. It seems to me that losing has always been their goal. And every game they play in should be called the Super Bowl. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Oh! Miami Dolphins. Oh! Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. You're their fan, you'll sing the blues. The Dolphins had Cam Cameron, and one thing that I learned, he had the fans all wishing that Nick Saban would return. If you think he's a winner, then you have lost your mind. The next thing he'll be coaching is the unemployment line, and they're the Miami Dolphins. You fairy. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. There's something you scrape off your shoes. The Dolphins have John Beck, a rookie quarterback. If you think he's the answer, you must be smoking crack. You know they could have gotten someone good like Brady Quinn. The way they waste their draft picks, it's nothing but a sin. And they're the Miami Dolphins. 
Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Their talent scouts don't have a clue. The Dolphin games are boring when they're on the radio. And everyone was put to sleep by Jimmy Cephalo. When he is calling play-by-play, it's the same old tune. And just so Mandich had a job on Sunday afternoons. And they're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. I hear the fans begin to snooze. Isinga owns the Dolphins. He's hired Bill Parcells. And I don't have to tell you the way the tuna smells. They say he'll solve their problems. I wish him lots of luck. No matter what he tries to do, the team will always suck. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number, oh, what the hell, 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, now they're through. 104 at 560 WQM. I never gave the schedule for today. I'm sure the audience is on the edge of their seats. We got the jerk show from 2 to 4. Wow. Right. And we got Mad Dog 4 to 7. UM against Cincinnati basket, baseball at 7 o'clock. Baseball. The unctuous. Joe Zagaki sucks, okay? Joe Zagaki and then the DA show after the baseball game. Wow. Now, here's a. Uh, I got an email on my MySpace about you. It said, George sounds stoned today. Today? That's what the email well, said. Well, I'm not yet. It's, you know, we've had this he's issue with the microphone. As a matter of fact, uh, Sam says he's bringing a package by for you. Sweet. But you can't make it out there till 3 o'clock. You're going to stick around waiting for uh, this guy? Sam? Sorry, Sam, no. No, he'll be gone. Long gone, Sam. So uh, put Just it the, uh, save it, put right? Put the fridge. Now, put here's the fact that's muy interessante. Look at that, 5 to 1 on the 2. I like that. When it uh, takes a hit early and then goes back up, gives you a good price, that means it could pay about 13 bucks to win. Woo! Dear Neil, there never was a big boy on Davy Road Extension. There's Shoney's Waffle House. Has gas on that side of the street. Maybe somebody said that to you, hey, boy, on the road. I see. <laughs> Don't they usually say, hey, Thaler? No, what they said was, hey, boy, what's that in your mouth? Like I that. see. But anyway, no, it was, uh, see, they don't, people don't understand. Shoney's was a part of the big boy chain. There was Shoney's Big Boy and uh, all those other ones I said before, which I forgot. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. So there is, maybe it's not there anymore. Elias Brothers or Shoney's, there's show enough was, and maybe now it's the Waffle House. Maybe it's Big Boy out of business. I don't, I mean, I don't doubt you. I just don't remember ever uh, seeing one, and I know I've been there anyone. many times. I, I love that I strawberry you. pie, man, and those I Slim Jims and those other uh, funky sandwiches they have. Don't remember ever eating at a Big Boy. Well, you missed out. Let me tell you right now. You missed out. If you missed out on Loves and Big Boy, then that's me. Uh, I didn't miss out on Loves. I'd go and jump right from the roof of Gulfstream. Well, I didn't miss out on Loves. You didn't? Did not. Hey, you hear that? Yeah, nine minutes to post photo. A facile Victor? Facile. Yes. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Oh, okay. Why are you saying? Oh, don't tell me we got Roger Houston again on the racing track. Oh, yeah. There's Dave Flair, you know? We. What? Well, you know, our, our view... Well, I don't want to hear that. Anyway, no, the two no. is five to one, and they're coming out. How does the two look? Bella, Bella. Bellissimo. I didn't, I didn't take note. 
Why not? I mean, they're showing them, but I wasn't looking. Now, did, did Steve go and place your bet? Yes, he did. Now, I will say this. I looked up, I Googled during the break, I Googled a um, thing mm-hmm. with the handicapping picks, and they picked uh, four horses in the first race in order that they liked the best. And the, the two was not included. They didn't like the two at all. No. And the one that they picked on top was the six, which is the one I said. Now, I don't want to say after the race, because I told you that thing about the kid I went to college with. Right. Who I, and had the winner every race after the race was over. Oh, I told you so. I tell you like that. I like the seven. I, the, the five. He liked them all. Uh, I won't blame you. What? VDB the great John Velasquez, the six horse. He's four to one in the morning line. He's seven to two now. And uh, Brandon says Shoney's is still there. But now the guy says it's Shoney's Waffle House. So maybe it's not Shoney's Big Boy. I don't know. Maybe I'll Google that during the last break. A lot of Googling going on here. Mm-hmm. Seven minutes to post time for the first race. So we better do the break a little bit. You know, I want to make sure we don't uh, right fall over. I'm going to run to the bathroom. I'm getting all excited. Are you getting excited? You know it. And then, of course, that double. I mean, when you see, that's a nice thing to wheel a horse in the double. And, and then, if your horse wins in the first race, you don't have to make another bet because you're right. alive in the second race. And if anybody wins, no matter who it is, you're going to cash the double. Right. One of these days, I'll understand oh, what you just said. Oh, another hit, nine to two. That looks good, baby. See, that's always a good sign. When it goes down, it goes up and down, up and down, like that. You know what I mean? No. Well, six is taking some money too. He's seven. Yes, you do. In other words, when he was, he was took early money. He was what was he? I don't remember what he was. Early favorite, I believe. And then the he six? Yeah, up. four to one. No, no, the two I'm talking oh, about. Oh, 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 eight to one. Then he went back up to five to one, and now he's back down to nine to two again, which means he's taking money. Now, maybe that's because all of our people out there are plunging their guts That's right. Everybody's got their headset on. They're that. listening to everything that we're that saying. No, you're right. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I doubt that mucho. Not that crowd at Gulfstream, man. They're too old to be listening to we're, me. We're turning was. it into our crowd. See, our crowd's showing up little by little. We had a lot of people come up to the table. You did? Well, why don't you tell us things like that? I did. You made fun of me. No, you did not. The guy with the pen. Yeah, the and? And? Oh, no, there have yeah. been other people, but I'm not going to mention them. Embarrass them. They'll go running out of here. Yeah, the uh, phony quarter slot guy. Right. Yeah, that's pretty sad commentary when you got pretenders. <laughs> you, ha- you have the a-holes, and then you have the a-hole pretenders. <laughs> that's what I always wanted in my life, is to pretend to be an a-hole. And, of course, now at this stage, you don't have well, to pretend anymore. Maybe with a lot of practice, you'll become a real one. Right. Oh, I'm- oh look at that. Four to one. The two is taking late money, baby. Look out now. Woo! Biggest name. I go spare right now. This is Neil Rogers. Big boxing. Big sports leader. Senior citizen, they can still kick butt, then you need a Rambo round mobility chair. Dad just loves the freedom he gets from his Rambo round. <laughs> and I love its built-in rocket launcher. <laughs> Inspired by the new Rambo movie. This mobility chair is everything the elderly could ask for. People used to cut in front of me at the grocery store. Not anymore, thanks to my Rambo round. Excuse me, excuse me, I was here first. Yeah, whatever, Granny. <laughs> Laugh at this, punk. What's gotten into you, Mrs. Baxter? He drew first blood, not me. So get your loved one a Rambo Round mobility chair today. Rambo Round. Seniors never die. We just reload. Oh, One fourteen at five sixty WQM. Now they got the fairgrounds odds on there. They were just showing uh, some changes to the fairground. So I don't have. Uh, any, oh, there it is. Finally, there's D- Dubai. What are they right. doing here? I sure hope they don't show me this on delay. Wouldn't that be bad? Tell it's still uh, posted for some. Now they got it in one minute at Dubai. Right. Well, we got. Do? Now what about a Gulfstream? Are they at the gate yet? No, they're get. They're going there, but we're they're, one they're minute gap, off. Yeah, we're one the minute Gatling away. Gate? 
they're, they're in the gate of Dubai now, and that really pisses me off, because that means I might not have the race here on me. They may play really? it on tape. They may tape it and play it, which is what they have uh, what, what, what do you watch that on? What channel is that? The, the racing channel? It's called H, uh, HRNA. I don't know what it stands for. I have no idea. Used to be the racing. Well, we'll just turn. I'll turn my uh, my microphone way up so that it feeds back, and you'll be able to hear the announcer over here. But who the hell wants to do that when I, I could see it live, man? I know. I do that. Now, how? What's the story there? Because they're loading into the gate at the Dubai. It's a uh, ten horse field, and there are like about six of them in there now. Hurry up and get this damn thing over with already, will you, you silly ass uh, Brits, uh, Arabs, whoever the hell you are? And what are those Brits still doing over there working with the Arabs? I think I think that goes way back when. Money. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. We're just talking about Lawrence of Arabia. That's right. Hey, Lawrence. You fair. Larry. That's what I heard. with Mary and Fury. Oh, look at this. They got one way back there behind the gate. He, this, this horse, the, the race is in Dubai, and this horse is in Tel Aviv, for Christ's sake. What the hell's going on here? They're at the gate over here. Oh, there they are. There's the first at Gulfstream. Thank God that, that, horse is, that horse is way down the road. He's in Hallandale, that horse. Migrating spirit. The two is five to one. Nice price if he wins. Right. Nothing's a nice price if you turn the Beanie Beachy coming forward. Beanie Beachy, look out for the six. Waiting I don't want to say I told you I gilded Daphne. I don't want to say it. Let's see. Oh, the two breaks. Say a bracha. Rub your rosary beads, folks, for George. I'll rub something. They're at the gate. Absolutely. They're all set. Gilded Daphne moving in. <laughs> yeah. Falling line. That's me rubbing something. Ross Morton's still dead, by the way. There they go. They're off. He got away okay. Ooh, check Lou Anzi popped out of the gate, goes off to the front, Ali, Bella, Bella, Bella to the inside, quickly coming out through like the that. takeover. Then it's She's Acting Good, Dubai Grace, Vidi Vici, and right between horses, Mary Fox as they run up the back stretch. On the far outside, Gilded Daphne is next, then Migrating Spirit, Meg's Vow, and in the back it's Walk in the Sun. By the half mile pole, and it's Bella Bella and Lou Anzi running a quarter and 22 and 2. They're together on the lead as they the turn. Mary Fox Length and a half behind them on the rail. No, no, no. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Come on now! What you talking about? Willis. Three and a half to make up. Then she's acting good at the rail. Gilded yeah, Daphne to the outside, the followed by Meg beginning the game with an inside trip, but like nine to make up. Walking the sun and migrating spirit in the back. Forty-five and three the half into the stretch, and Bella Bella cuts the corner and is holding on to the lead here from Luan Z coming to the eighth pole. Mary Fox third in the far outside. It's Bella Bella nearest the rail. Luan Z between Mary Fox on the far outside. Luan Z takes the lead. Bella Bella to the inside, and Mary Fox. Luan Z wins it. It's a photo for second. Yeah, but I, I think you got third, but you might have got second. If you get second, you'll be all right. You get yeah. more, some of your money back. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be happy with second. That was exciting. Sure it was. Not exciting enough because it's been a lot more exciting hey. than one. The nine looked like he was just staggering there in the stretch. I don't know. So what do you think? Well, and then you'll tell me because they'll put it up on there because we got Dubai right. going. Right. This was very slow to move. Slow to move. Oh, that British sound, man. It just <laughs> makes me, you know. How come he didn't say, and away to go? Yeah, I mean, he ain't no Trevor Dedman. But then again, who is? So they're showing the replay. It was still enough. But you're still not going to see it. It was close. I no. think he got beat on it. So third. It looks like horse. third. Yeah. Not good. So you get a, you trapped show money there. So maybe it pays oh, well. like, uh, it won't pay squat because the favorite won. And who was the other horse? Who was the horse that was second? Oh, uh, I'm not sure. You don't know. No, I don't know. Well, aren't they showing the stretch replay now, for crying out loud? Can't you figure this out? I can't. I mean, they're well, showing the stretch replay. Maybe get three bucks to show. See, that's for the 750. 
Chris, Chris 26 Am I still alive with that wheel thing, or is that... No, of uh, course not. He didn't win the race. Know. I don't know what that means. Are you alive with the wheel? He's got to win the race, right. and then you're alive in the double. I don't know what any of this nothing. means. All right, now I know. I'll tell you what it means. It means you lost about 20 bucks. Oh, well. I'm, I'm going to lose some more on this next one, too. You're going to plunge on the second race, you too? You know it. Well, I mean, I'm not going to bet no double or nothing, I mean, because I'm leaving after this. There, there's no more double. I don't know what that means. The double is on the first two races. Okay. And they may have a late double on the last two, but you won't be there because you've got Sam coming by for that uh, package of uh, drugs. Now, the second race. Now, are there any scratch, scratches in the second race? I or don't not? know. I don't know yet. There's 11 horses in the second race. And let me see. I'll, I'll take a look at it during the break. Now, who was the jockey on that nine? That was Abar Coa, I believe. No, it was Eduardo Nunez. It just won Jiggy Jog there. He was just... He was just toying with the field there, you know. He was even money. That's why he was just kind of waltzing there in the stretch. He could have probably won by ten, easy. They don't like to do that because then it cuts the price down next time they run. So have they got official up there yet or what? Have they got the photo defotoed on the tote board? Wait, he's pointing. Steve, here's the official. Wait, nine, nine eight, and two, yeah. Told you. Well, you got third. That's not good. See, if you're going to hold on for a second there, you'd have had a good place price. You'd been okay. Oh, wow. But... If well, third gets me something back, right? Yeah, you got the show money. Like I okay. said, you're going to get about seven fifty or eight bucks back. Whatever. For twenty six, that's not very good. Now we have to start working on the next one. And the good part of it is, he had the lead through most of the race. There, in the in the mid stretch, he still had the lead. It looked like the nine was hanging on the outside, puking and gasping for oxygen. And then in the last sixteenth, it was like uh, the two was puking. Enough of the puking, man. Ah, we're going to put the prices up on here in a minute. You're going to be really depressed. What was ah, what did the eight go off at? I can probably tell you unless they've already changed my odds here. On well, you'll have to because I don't know what I'm looking at. No, they don't have it up on the board yet. Well, you'll, you'll tell me. Steve will tell you how much you got for show. Let's see. Four sixty. Four to show? Yes. That's not bad. That's eleven fifty. So that means you lost uh, fourteen fifty. That's not too bad at all. I thought you lost uh, close to twenty bucks. Four sixty is a good show price. The eight must have been a, a uh, price. What did the eight pay to uh, place? Uh, I don't know. Come on, I, I don't know how to read that board. He's up. He's, he went to the window to get my money. Well, you'll see. We're going to get 11, 11 50 I'll back. see. I need a, a translator here. Two and a half. I need a consultant on Mike. 2.30 is 11.50. Trust me when I tell you. I know my numbers, baby. All right. When I see a good number, I know it. Well, there's Dave Pallone on the three at the Meadows. What are you getting into all this racing stuff? Well, that's because George is doing a short golf stream today. Right. He lost, he lost uh, 14 and a half bucks on the first Listen, race. As you know, there ain't a whole hell of a lot to do down here. <laughs> oh my god, I just learned something yeah. else. Yeah, and so, yeah. here's the thing. It's fun. Aaron sure. Merriman is on the five. Aaron Merriman from that great Merriman racing family. And nobody still ever told me who he's related to, whether he's like the kid from Tom Merriman or it could be his grandson, I don't know. Or Jim Merriman Jr. Philip Bryan with Jim Merriman Jr. Now there's a memory for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, yeah. like it was yesterday. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, when you're a racing aficionado, you remember you have you remember these things forever. I don't, I don't uh, know I understand. why. A retired Roman Catholic priest was sentenced to 63 months in prison for stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars from his parishioners, money he used in part to support his secret family. Rodney Rodas, 51, pleaded guilty to mail fraud and money laundering in October and the theft of more than 600 grand in donations from St. Jude Church and Immaculate Conception Catholic Church in Louisa County, Virginia, between 2002 and 2006. U.S. District Judge Richard Williams Thursday issued a maximum punishment under federal sentencing guidelines and gave Rodas credit for time already served at ended. 
The judge also ordered Rodas to repay the Roman Catholic Diocese of Richmond more than 591 grand and required the Filipino native to meet with federal immigration officials for possible deportation after his prison term ends. Before Williams handed down the sentence, Rodas recited a litany of apologies to his victims, including the Catholic Church, his family, society in general. All of these things. I hope that one day I'll be able to rectify my mistakes, he said. Rectum. I'm sure he will. He'll find a good... Rectum. Authorities said Rodas set up bank accounts in a post orifice box where he directed parishioners to send contributions. Rodas then transferred the money to his personal account to use it to support his family, a wife and three children, whom he concealed from parishioners. This is a Roman Catholic priest alleged. He also wired money overseas to relatives who used it to buy real estate. Robert Wagner, an attorney representing Rodas, act for leniency because of his client's poor health, which includes prostate cancer and heart problems because the Lord has smitten and smote it. He smote his ass. You get eleven dollars and fifty cent back? Yeah. Yes, yes, I did. All right. See, that's not so bad. You're down fourteen fifty, but that's certainly makeable. But the second race, I got no clue. I'll, I'll scour this thing. Okay, I'm gonna pick a color. After the hero, well, you picked that one. You're the one picked, and the six that I picked was nowhere to be found. He's gasping for oxygen. Well, that's all that matters, right? That's the only thing that I was going to feel bad about. What? As if the six had won, then I'd feel really, really crappy. I could have said, see, I told you so. Yeah, I know. He would rub my face all in there. But I won't do it. After the hearing, the priest who succeeded Rodas after his 2006 retirement said he wasn't convinced of the sincerity of his predecessor's apologies. He did this for five years systematically in a very organized way. The Reverend Michael Duffy said, restitution is what we're after. Oh, let's play that song. Let's play the restitution song. What do you say? Not. Come on. Double dog dare you. Oh, look at that. They're going to the uh, gate of Tampa Bay Downs for the third race. That guy, they're just uh, too shrill, man. Shrill. He calls every race like it's the damn uh, Kentucky Derby of all time. Yeah? Like it's Aladar and Affirmed. Man. So that was a little bit of excitement. But like I, remember, like I told you, I didn't like that horse on the lead. It didn't look like he, uh, I don't know. Although he had a clear lead at the top of the stretch sure. at about a length and a half. Hey, minute. what are you going to do? Give you a little bit of excitement, and you're thinking, oh, I got it, I got it. I, and then they're in the midst of it, yeah. I got it. I and then they came to the wire, and you thought, excited. I don't got it. I don't got it. Well, at least you cashed. Yeah. There's something there for you. I I'm think not bummed at all. I'm looking now, at the these second. three shows we've done so far, there have been five races, and I think you cashed a ticket on four of them. That's correct. Now, obviously, losing money on the cash tickets isn't the, you know, that's not the objective of the game. Listen, but nonetheless, whatever. at least uh, you went to the window. I got my lunch. And Chris has got 1,111 votes on that dessert pool. Man, I still do want to do that one again about what is strictly for going. Am I, in fact, I can find it on there. Which of these things? Maybe Eric will find it. He's probably got nothing to do. He sure ain't interested in horse racing. Although maybe he's at Tampa Bay Downs right yeah, now. Yeah, we don't Wouldn't know. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be great? See, he's in front of a computer all day. He can bet online. Yeah, you sure could. So could I. Mm-hmm. I could join this HRN thing, and you know what? HPI, that's what they call it. I don't know what that means. HPI. It's a racing network. And they got Tampa, and they got Fairgrounds, and Gulfstream, and they got uh, uh, Dubai, and Doobie, 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 all that crap. I think you should. One more to move forward. One more to move forward. They are up the post. Here we go. And away they go. Come on, you can do it. Open it up. And they're off. Along the rail, invisible light is the way alertly. On the outside, Christopher now moves up. Now keep in mind, if these horses are running at Tampa Bay Downs, probably the value of each is about 15 bucks. Spring Hall. Half of these horses used to be pulling milk wagons. The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. 
It's Friday, you bastard. When you do steroids, it's easy to tell. Cause your head looks like a liberty bell. You can get your arms as thick as old trees. But your beans shrink to the size of two peas. Roger says he's innocent. But his trainer, McNamee, says he's got needles in you. Brian says he gave Roger's wife the stuff. For his wins to lay out so she'd look buff. But the Clemens family says it's a lie. He should shove his syringes in his eye. Roger says he's innocent. But his trainer, McNamee, says he's got needles in you. Well, he's been Racing 133 at 560. WPM, I got you the horse. Because I, I narrowed it down to three, so I want to see what you, you what you uh The one. The one? Okay. So that's what we were looking at. The one was 12 to 1 in the morning line. He opened at 4. He went up to mm-hmm. 9 to 2, and he went back down to 4 to 1. We were looking and at 9 to 2. And the one, you know where the one is uh, from, where he races from Ontario, eh? All right, then. Horse. And now he went to 7 to 2. How do you like that? And he's red. Well, that doesn't mean he won the race yet. No, no, no. I just I like that. Good trainer, Danny Hurtak. They're showing the one in the morning no, line. He's seven to two. He's taking some uh, now four to one again. You might get a decent price. It's a eleven horse field, mm-hmm. so this would be another good race to bet five across. Okay. Because if you lose, that means you're going to wind up losing uh, about twenty five bucks. That's not so bad. I ain't worried about losing. Thirty bucks. What do you mean you ain't worried about it? Whatever. I'm here well, to have right. a good you're time. Not the guy that's always crying. <laughs> like that. Not so as you can hear me anyway. I cry Why alone. I cry a lot too. Buddy. I cry alone in the closet by myself. <laughs> I find a pro- well, I got out quiet of the closet place. a long time ago. Thank God. So there we go. The one horse in the uh, Shepherd Street with Georgie Chavez, right. excellent jockey, good trainer. That's what What's we're doing. Like? Oh, and look at that. The owner is the uh, trainer. Dan Hurtak is the owner. Wow, how do you like that? Huh? I don't know. What does that mean? Does that mean something? 
Well, of course it means something. When you see all the money like that, that means uh, something. But I don't want to, like, knock their price down. You know, I want to get these people all bent out of shape. Because we got probably at least three or four of our people, you know, there at the track. couple. You think? No, you more said pe- a lot of people, people came, came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven to two, he's going to hit again. Look at that. My, my, my. Look out now. And how much we got? Nine minutes to post time. We got a long way to go. So make and that play a song. On a one. What? You should play a song. Spin some wax. Why? <laughs> to kill time. Come on, let's get this race going. I'm all excited. What do you mean to kill time? So in other words, the show isn't going on today just because you're there losing your ass at the Gulfstream? Is that the deal? Well. See, he's got the fever, baby. <laughs> he's got the fever, folks. I knew it. Absolutely. Yeah. He's got the fever. <laughs> distorted, by the way. Though. You like it? Maybe I do. Oh, distorted too loud. Sorry, here. How about that? Yeah, that's better. Well, you know, we're uh, amateur. In fact, here's here. even better. Like that. Mm-hmm. 1,115 votes on Chris's poll. You made your 1,100, Mr. Uh, Hotshot. You didn't have much to do today, did you? You're talking to Chris, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Lunk. The lunk, man. The human yeah. lunk. The six is taking money here. He's 7-2. to two. He's 5-1 uh, to one in the morning line. Cornelio Velasquez. Dixie Find. Now, let's see. This is for four-year-olds and up. There are... Let's see, the 11 is a 5-year-old, the 10 is a favorite, and the 3 and the 6 and 7 are 5 year old That doesn't make that much difference, I guess. When so 5 across the board. Huh? Claimers. What? 5 across the board on the number 1? On the 1. All right. In fact, let's see these doubles. What, what does that mean, 1 and what, what does that mean? 1 and 1? How can the double be 1 and 1? Didn't the 9 win the first race? Yes. Well, what does that mean? Is there is there a double on hey, any race now? I can't tell you what anything means. I'm beginning to think that there's a daily double. On, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what kind of bets they have at Gulfstream. Whether there's a double on every two races. I mean, like like the rolling pick three. I don't know. Must be. Hmm. I don't know. It's got to be. It says on the form here: daily double, exacta, and pick three, pick four, wagering. I don't know what that means. Doesn't make any sense to me. Daily double three and one is nine hundred ninety nine bucks. Well, whatever. Okay, forget about that. Okay. Well, no, because we're not going to be on the air for the third race. No, I know. And there's no, there's no excitement. There's no pizzazz. And that's another no... thing. You know, I can plunge on these two races and then I'm out of here. I'm not going to stay here all day. Well, that's right. Lose my. Uh, I'm going to stay there. Milk and lose money. His, uh, salary. Lose the baby's milk money. Races, right? Lose the mortgage money. Yeah. Well, there's some other people probably do that for you. Mm-hmm. They're we'll be back in plenty of time now. Sports Leader.
Track, baby. Of course, that's, yeah. that's got to be on tape. It is. The post parade I'm watching on tape. And one is down to 7 to 2 again. He went up to 4 to 1, 9 right. to 2, back to 4 to 1, and now down to 7 to 2. He's taking some money, honey. Of course, that doesn't mean he won a race. Right. I mean, playing the board is one thing, but, you know, running the race. And this is a short race. The first race was six furlongs, three quarters of a mile. This is only five furlongs, I see. Got it? I got it now. Short race. So that means if he like gets left in the gate or something like that, or if he's busy taking a dump while he's in the gate when they open right. the gate up. Or if he should get um, hit by a bolt of lightning. That's right. All of these Horses reach the starting gate. It's post time. Well. Moving in for the second race. Shepherd Street, the first one in. That's ours. There's Dixie Find coming forward with Mizzou Tiger. And there's still some there's the rest of the post the next one. I don't need to see him, okay? It's too late. Everybody They'll already be followed made their best. by Jumbo Jumbo. Oh, my God. Why are they doing this to me? Well, which three had you narrowed it down to? Um, this cast that one, cast. Uh, Some Kind of Magic, number eight, and uh, Catalina Express. And who? Number ten. The ten, the chalk. Oh, the ten's well, the coming up. Three to one, but three to one is... Oh, the one is three to one? No, he went back up no, to no, four. No. Yeah, yeah. Wow, the 10 just took a big hit, 3-2. to two. He took a plunge there at the end. Late money on the 10, man, a plunge. And if he wins, you're going to say, see, we could have had the 10 in the uh, pocket. Who I wants to talk anyway? No, 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 we all agree. That we have a committee here at the table here. They're in the Zephyr gate. Camp, the next one. Oh, wait a minute, they're not in the gate. There's that big-ass palm tree there with they're those rotten fronds in my way. Mm-hmm. Are you watching the same picture that I am? Yes, I, I am. Paul Jane the way, yep, 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 yep. Catalina Express. Can you see the track? Yep. And a royal star. I mean, not a royal star. They're all in line. Here we go. And they're off. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They are? They are. Oh, a little they're off. And the one got away good. He broke Oh, you got a delay going. Good. Right to the front. And it's Shepherd Street on the inside. Out quickly for the lead. Yeah. Tricky Lack is right yeah. alongside. Some kind oh, of magic passing. in the early mix as well. Right? Royal star on the far outside. And then it's Southern Formality in fifth as they move into the turn. Catalina Express is next. On the far outside, Zephyr Cat. After that comes Mizzou Tiger. One thing, in he's riding horses. like he's very then serious. Find the nice and it's a $10 and horse. Jumbo. Of course, he's got to win the race first. flat quarter around the far turn. Shepherd Street on the inside. Some kind of magic. Royal Star outside of them. Two lengths back to Tricky Lack. And then Catalina Express. Zephyr Cat on the outside. Unless he and this cast best out, along the rail. Here, Into the stretch. Shepherd Street. Coming down to the pole with a length and a half lead. Royal Star is second. Here comes Tricky Lack. Catalina Express. Who won the race? Not us. <laughs> Someone else. Oh, my phone's ringing. Oh, go get that. I don't have any filler music here. You got any, Chris? Yep. Oxen. That's the Hyman Roth beat, beatbox. 
Alright. Wait for your update. Wasn't bad enough. It's a, it's an automated call from the card dealer. Those <laughs> bastards that sold me that Pontiac that ripped me off. I don't even know if it was third. No, it was, was not it? third. It wasn't even close to fourth. It was fourth. Fourth. fourth or maybe even fourth. fifth. It was I fourth. I, I told you. you okay, now we get the tear tickets up. Oh, don't do that. What about if there's a disqualification, man? All right, I won't tear it up. That's one thing you've got to learn, I'll man. I'll tear it. Objection or inquiry goes up on the board. It won't. I didn't tear it all the way up. I only tore half of it. How about objecting because he puked his guts out? I object to that. You could, I, I told you, staggering in the stretch. He gave it a good shot, and he puked. Am I right? That's two yeah. races in a row. You led throughout. You led throughout the race, and they came to the mid-stretch. And, oh, uh, wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> like that. Oh, wow. Thought, oh, George, but I mean, I'm going to puke my guts. That was Georgie Chavez there. I thought was giving him a serious ride, like he was really serious. And then, uh, you know, that's the end of that. So you lost about uh, 40 bucks there today. No, no, 12, about 30. Yeah, whatever. About 30, man. Well, you had a great time. Mm-hmm. And the best part of it is it's not like your horse got left in the gate in either race and like, uh, you know, with 100. Right, and I wouldn't have picked any of these anyway. Well, I mean, the 10, but probably not. The 10 won? Ten was second, but I probably wouldn't have picked it. Well, who won the race? Tricky Lack, five. The five? Never would have touched him. Wouldn't have touched him with the... And then the ten, then nine. So the chalk was second. Three to two. Well, who the hell wants that? Right. Who wants chalk, man? You know, the, the texture and feel of chalk. Like Ew. The, the smell of it. And, yeah. Wouldn't even smell good. Mm-mm. There's Dubai. Flat past the 200 meters mark. The John past the 200 meters. the board. She's coming. So is Glenn Nevis. King Charles. Glenn Nevis King on the Charles. outside. Glenn Nevis is Oliver Cromwell. Glenn Nevis gets up to win. Glenn Nevis first. Hey, there are the official results. Yes. Turn it up. Here comes the bunny, and there goes George's money. Well, this wasn't oh, well. as uh, profitable as last uh, Hey, time. whatever. Well, I'll give you a good shot, though. I had a horse that was obviously alive. He was trying just like wait. Well, he's Just stopped. wait till next time. I'll he get it all back. He stopped to a walk in the mid-stretch, man. <laughs> he stopped to a crawl, hands and knees. Georgie Chavez needed an oxygen tank out there, and needed to lose about 10 pounds of weights, too, on the way. I thought you had it there at the top of the street. Me too, but, 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 you know, that's how it goes. And the horses on the outside looked like they were puking. See, if I had gone back there, like, what, like, dressed like a jockey, like we discussed, then I would have known. That's what you do next time. Go in there and Mm -hmm. infiltrate the jocks room. That's right. Or not. Get some good tips. Say, who's stiff in this race and who's going to give it a shot? Canva Argonar. 1,121 votes on Chris's poll. What restaurant chain's got the best desserts? I don't eat dessert. 418. That's been leading uh, all day. They don't, they don't, uh, they might like dessert, but you know what? They don't want it. They don't want to have it. Cheesecake Factory wins overwhelmingly, which goes to show you, man, why there are so many people who just love vanilla ice cream, just, you know, plain. Hey, you know what? In the times that I went there, I don't think we had the dessert. Maybe that's what's good there. No. Maybe that's the only thing that's good there. No. Did you have dessert there? Yes. Okay, then. Kaloshes, man. That settles that. Kaloshes. I mean, you know your sweets. I know my sweets. It's a treat to beat your sweets sweets on the Mississippi mud. (laughs) Cheesecake Factory, 376. Melt, and look at that. They win by over 300 votes. Melting Pot is 66. So 310-vote margin. The well, they, got, they got on there late. But even so, Denny's 52. Now, that's a hell of a commentary when Denny's number four must be those Mother Humper pies. That's it. God. Steak and Shake, 39. Now, I'm not one of those people that goes inside. In fact, I think in Tampa I've actually gone inside and sat down, eaten inside. 
and maybe got like a hot fudge sundae or something for dessert. But I don't remember whether it was good. But they got to be talking about those shakes, right? I imagine. Steak and shake, it'll make your insides quake, baby. It's good stuff. 39. Grand Lux Cafe moved up with 32. If, if uh, Cheesecake Factory's got 376, Grand Lux Cafe ought to have 3,000. But it doesn't. Only 32. There's no accounting for taste. Friday's 32. Applebee's 25. Ruby Tuesday's 19. Boy, it's been a long time since I ate Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. Longhorn Steakhouse, 18. Chili's, 18. Roadhouse Grill, 14. Bennigan's, 12. And Big Boy's only got a pair. That's probably because I don't know whether that one is still a Big Boy or not. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's Shoney's Waffle House now. Showing up. I don't know. No, Nobody seems to know these things. So nope. maybe a couple of people remember that great strawberry pie from Big Boy. And those Slim Jims and stuff like that. Mmm. Yeah, good stuff. Good crap. Slim Jim was a sandwich, you're saying? Yeah, it was a sandwich. Like, a, like a roast beef or something? Yeah. Like what? Like what? What was in it? Ham. Oh. Cheese, melted, you know. It was re- really good. Really, really good. But that's 100 years ago, man. That was the last Brothers Big Boy. They were all over Detroit. It's a Michigan chain. Michigan. Let's go to Michigan. What do you say? No. Let's not. Can't live in the past, baby. You can't live in the past. Live in the present. That's what I always tell you. So I guess you had a good time out there. I had a great time. I always have a good time here. Had a good shot at it. There are two races in a row, and mm-hmm. you do realize that if uh, if it would have been a two-one double, there it might have been okay. It might have been about fifty bucks. Okay, if it was always a it. sure thing, then what would the excitement be? Wouldn't call it gambling, then, would they? <laughs> boy, oh boy! Already he's starting to rationalize. That's right. Okay. Just Everybody wait. I'll make it up next listening. time. I'll make it up next time. I'll just bring more money. Right. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah, instead of losing 30 bucks, you could have lost uh, like right. 300. I can do better than that. You could have bought 20 across there on the one, and you would have gotten back the same thing you're getting back now. Yeah. Nothing. zippity doo da, zippity a. Wow, oh wow. It sounded so gay. Hey, the good time is priceless. That's true. Uh, you, I think you could be, you're one of those people who could get into it. Yeah, I am. You have uh, Steve there teach you how to read the racing forum. That's right. You come out there, bring your own uh, special red pen or whatever to circle the uh, highlighter. Yeah. And stuff. Oh boy. I'm a highlighter kind of guy. Real degenerate. Instead of all wasting all that time, you know, smoking dope and getting laid and stuff like that. Yeah. Boring. Wants to do that all day. After the show. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. It's Dave. You fell in Miami town. Absolutely. At 560 WQAM. Anybody here seen Jack Abramoff in his orange jumpsuit and fedora? He screwed a lot of people, but thieves sometimes get caught. I call him Variety Neocon. Anybody here seen good Christian Dobson? He'll be more around your time. He's not convicted yet, but should be for he's done. Taking a shower with his son. Neighbors and lies is what the White House is for. 